gathered together from the cosmic reaches of the internet. Here in the basement of the Great Hall of Justice are the most powerful forces for good podcasting ever assembled. This is the DC Superpowers Podcast. This looks like a job for Superman. To the Batmobile. My name is Sean Jones. I am the Green Arrow. Hey, super friends, welcome back to the DC Superpowers podcast, issue number 105 for the new comic book day, June 6th, 2018. I'm one of your hosts, Ken Rose, and sitting along with me here in the basement of the Hall of Justice is my good buddy, Vern. Hello, everybody. How you guys doing tonight? Vern, welcome back to the basement. Yes, it's been a while. Yeah, you. well, you had monitor duty two weeks ago, Yeah, and so then, you weren't up there. Then there was a holiday. Yeah, <laughs> then we had a holiday, so we're... Uh, we're just now finally getting in, breaking in, um, did a little bit of redecorating around here. Bit. We still got to finish a little bit we're going to add to next week, but we have a new setup. That's right. So if you guys are watching on Facebook Live, you get to see some of the upgrades we've made to the basement of the Hall of Justice. It looks more colorful. Yeah, it's <laughs> definitely better. The, the, the table covering is much better than it was. Yes, I agree. I agree. Okay. Got some new figures out there. Oh, yeah. Um, but well, you have the new Justice League. Yes, yes. Oh, man. Now I'm thinking about it. That's a big lineup. Yeah. That's a really big lineup. Yeah, well, it's not the first time we've had a large amount of people. What it just means is you're going to have less um, of each of the characters in it right? as we go. Um, oh, wow. Look at that. That's the books we're reviewing next week. DC yeah, that's Tom next week's books. We're talking about it right now. Um, but we got a lot of new things on here. We got a lot of rumors we're going to discuss. We got a season finale. We uh, got two more episodes left on Supergirl, correct? Or is it one? Uh, it's two or three left, I think. Oh, it okay. might be tonight and next week. I'm we, not sure. Yeah. Um, we got a lot of uh, news for, well, of course, comic books. And we have a new video game coming up. Yeah. Well, um, what's cool is we are definitely going to talk about Krypton tonight, too. Oh, yeah. Because we we talked about how halfway through the season they flipped everything on its ear. Well, and now they've, they've not only completely upside down. flipped it on its ear, <laughs> but they've moved into a new timeline. Yes. Uh, <laughs> we'll discuss that. But because of a certain character, they completely did a flashpoint, but for Krypton. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, let's start with a little rundown of down of uh, where Supergirl's at. Uh, Argo, that's where she was at least. Well, yeah, we got to actually see Argo City did survive the destruction of Krypton in the Supergirl universe. Yes, it did. Um, well, as we said before, they always have survived. They've always yeah. Well, in, in the one part of Krypton that was still out there. Exactly. Traditionally, the Argo City survives the destruction of Krypton by building the dome over the city, which mm-hmm. we see in the um, show Krypton. All, according to them, all the cities had domes, but this one is actually designed to hold all the air in the city, not just keep the elements out. Right. So, um, Supergirl Monel travel there while on Earth we get a little bit of conflict with um, Alex. Yes, uh, someone's trying to murder her. Uh huh. Which was kind of funny because we see we know um, Alex as of right now it looks like uh, Rain or Samantha is not going to survive the season. No. In order to go with where they're setting up Alex for right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Samantha probably will not survive the season, so that Ruby has, has to have a, a has to be figure. adopted. Yep. And uh, we've since the beginning of the season, Alex has talked about wanting to be a mother. Right. That's what she wanted, even in her marriage. That was the whole reason why her and Maggie broke up. Yeah. Well, she weren't. They weren't married, but well, engaged. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. Um, that's why they didn't work out. And of course, when is I feel like is that uncle that doesn't want a baby? Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. Um, 
Well, we get Lena Luthor even saying, regardless of how Supergirl feels about her, she's still going to try to be the best person she can. Yeah. I'm still saying that's going to come back and buy her in the butt by the end of the season. Yeah, I'm wondering, um, everybody's wondering, is Lena going to actually be... Um, stay as on the side of the heroes, or she's going to turn villain. Now, if she turns villain, I think that's almost it's too easy because she's a Luther. She's yeah. going to be a villain. That's just the way it's supposed to be. That's why I I almost think it's a more interesting story to keep her as a good guy. Yeah, I thought so previously, but after this episode and also what we got some news on for next season, I think they are going to keep her as a hero at least for a little while longer. I hope so. So, um, but we do have you were mentioning last next season. We have a um, story about what may be coming next season. Yes, a certain villain that we just seen uh, in the Rebirth comic books and made his appearance in Superman and the Elite, or Superman versus the Elite. Um, now, if everyone remembers, we did this in Superman issue 25 of Rebirth. Uh, man, that was probably about a year ago. Something like that. Uh, I think it was issue 25 is when we lost him. Yeah. Um, well, hopefully he's still there. He's not been um, butchered yet. <laughs> yeah. But he was a cow. He got turned to a cow. But this is Manchester Black from the hashtag show. They reported on a casting synopsis. And, of course, as DC puts out all these synopsis, they don't say the actual real name. There's always a different code name. Yeah. But we can kind of break this down. The report says that they're looking for somebody in their 20s to 30s, a role being dubbed Chester Green, which if you think about Manchester, black, yeah. Chester Green, color. Uh, Chester is described as someone with a dark background, heavy burden on his shoulders, but who goes into battles with a lot of charm and could bring a sword uh, to a gunfight and yet end up victorious. Now, if everybody remembers, there was the comic book that came back out. I can't remember what year, but I want to say the mid-2000s, uh, Superman vs. the Elite. And there's also an animated uh, movie made off of that from DC uh, based off the I same I still need book. to see that. You said that was actually a pretty good movie. I, that was one of my favorite Superman movies. To me, it was... Uh, Manchester Black and Elite was um, Superman's Red Hood and the Outlaws or Red Hood to what Batman has. Oh, okay. It's like you're, they're doing good, but they're not doing it in the superhero way. They're yeah. killing people. And Superman's like, no, 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 don't do that. There's another way. There's yeah. always another way. Um, so this is going to be the main, well, if not the main villain, one of the villains in um, season four. I'm hoping he's the main villain because he actually has a good staying power for it. So we quite possibly, especially if he leads a team against her. Right now, they don't say anything about the team yet, but if he can bring in his team, oh, that would be awesome. Yeah. Um, as they did in the comics and the movie, they really don't have a good staying power. But Manchester Black's the leader, so he'll always be there. Um, so I can't wait. If that's going to be the case, I really want to see Manchester Black. He's one of my favorite well, Superman characters. Actually, um, there's a, a couple of other um, casting things, casting notices that went out that were covered in the same story. Uh, one of them. Um, hints at quite a, a couple of other new players for the season for next season. Um, one of them says it's for Ben, a Michael Shannon type businessman who is trying to correct his previous mistakes. Now, who could that be? I don't know. Um, could we get Luthor coming back? No, they, no, he wouldn't be a Michael Shannon type. Mm -mm. Um, but it's like if they're going to do something like this, why not just bring um, Maxwell Lord back in or bring That's in? Oh, from the first season. Um, um, you're talking about wait. Uh, what was his oh, name? He, he was in the with, books recently. Yeah, he went. With, he ran off with um, Colonel Lane in the Omega Hedron. Man, hold on. Yeah, yeah got, I'm drawing a blank. Google. I'm drawing a blank. He was uh, recently in the books too. I thought. Well, and then the second one being cast is for Colonel Haley, a headstrong military woman who puts her country's best interests before her own. Now, I was thinking, is that Amanda Waller? <coughs> I don't know. Uh, as a colonel, I'm not sure. Um, I know she was recently in the uh, 
Arrow show, but after everything would happen from the Suicide Squad movie, I don't know when they're actually going to put out another one so they could put her back mm-hmm. on TV if they wanted to. Well, some of the some of the other roles, this is from a couple of weeks ago, they mentioned that um, the first one they noticed is the first new character for next season was um, Nia Nal, a transgender woman who's described as a young Cat Grant type. Now, it's not known exactly what role Nia would play, but um, the last name uh, brings to mind a few established DC characters. Um, which means we could actually see the CW's first ever transgender superhero. Yeah, um, on on screen at least. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know who that uh, could be. Cause I don't know if I've, ever, if I've actually ever seen a transgender superhero. I mean, that's just me. Well, there's a character in the Supergirl books uh, with the rebirth. Okay. Um, I forget her name. It was early on. It was like an issue one. Because we've seen gay hero or right. gay characters. Yeah, we've seen. The, I don't think we've ever seen anybody that was transgender. Now they, they said they were in the books um, for. I want to say issue number one of Supergirl and continued I on. I didn't keep buying the books of okay. Supergirl because my. I could very well crying. be wrong, but um, but I some of these uh, characters are bringing up now. All these characters also could be maybe part of the elite. Yeah, they might go a complete different route. That would be interesting if they actually do the they build them as the um, hero team or as the anti hero team. Uh, which would go great. Like I said, these were Superman villains, but because of the show of Supergirl, it would be nice still to see these characters period. I don't care if they're fighting Supergirl, Superboy, or Superman. Uh, yeah. But I'm just going to decide to see these guys on here. Well, uh, next up, we actually have... Um, you know what? Let's save um, Krypton to the end of the super of the TV news. Okay. Next one up is one I'm going to take because I actually listened to this podcast. I... Um, Anybody who's interested, every once in a while, uh, Michael Rosenbaum, who played Lex Luthor in Smallville, mm-hmm. actually has his own podcast now, and it's called Inside of You, and this past week, he actually had Justin Hartley on. Now, anybody who, um, if for some reason you're not sure, you know that name? One, he was Aquaman. Yes. For a pilot that never got broadcast. But it is everywhere all over the internet, and it's free to get. I think you can even get it on Hulu now. So, um, he actually was in the um, Aquaman Whoa, pilot... I believe it is. Huh. I need to watch that then. It's on a couple of streaming services. I really need to get that because I remember seeing the trailer for it and it looked awesome at yeah. the time. Well, it had Louis Gossett Jr. in it also. Did it really? Yeah. Huh. I mean, I've seen it, but um, but the longer role he had, he actually played Green Arrow and Oliver Queen in Smallville. So, uh, But Rosenbaum, during the podcast, actually asks him um, if there was a sp- place on Arrow for him, if they wanted him to do a cameo or even uh, just to run a role on it. <laughs> Um, would he be willing to play? Um, and Hartley, a lot of people are running with this, but um, Hartley's exact response was, if it was the right part, yeah. I love interesting characters. Yeah, if it's something that I could get excited about, of course. So it's like he's open to playing, just like Tom Welling well, mm-hmm. was willing to get into Lucifer because he found a character that he really enjoyed playing. Right. And it was still connected to comics. Exactly. So it's like Hartley doesn't want to just come in as stunt casting. he wa- If he's going to come in, he wants to actually come in and play a part, which is what most actors want. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if Harley would have time anyway because he's in that um, new NBC show that's taking ever um, This Is Us, I think is what it's called. He's got a major role in that. Okay. And it's like the number one show on TV right now. Hmm. I haven't watched one episode. Yeah, I've not of seen <laughs> any of it. It's not, it's not the type of show I usually watch. Me either. But, but hey. Um, it's supposedly the greatest show on TV right now. Wait, so didn't Alice, awesome talk, Alice talk to us about that, actually, too, at work? Probably. 
But um, I wouldn't mind him making a little cameo appearance. As we said, we get this with Su- Superman and anything related to the House of L um, every time he's back on TV or she is back on TV or whoever yeah. from the family is. So it would be nice to see someone from the Arrowverse come back. Well, still in the Arrow news. Now, this is, I was going to say, this has been a rumor that's been flowing around. I think I want to say since season one of Arrow. Yeah. Fans have been well, they've been, for this. they've been dropping clues for this for since season one. Yeah. Uh, we've seen... I will just say, and it wasn't just in on TV. They had stuff in posters that because you remember that one. Um, I think it was the first season Flash poster that showed the street oh, and all yeah, stuff around. Yeah, and it had one of the buildings was the Cord Building. Well, do you want to know how that came? Oh, two. Uh, sorry, you're going back to the Arrow thing. Um, hardly. Did you know that Stephen Amell auditioned for uh, Booster Gold in Smallville at the time? Oh, that's funny. Yeah, so uh, they have a connection there, but then they both turn out to play Green Arrow. Mm-hmm. But anyways, back to, um, uh, well, we're just going to say it. This is a chord, so it's going to be Blue Beetle. Um, people have yeah. been speculating this for a while. They uh, might have him in the series. And Stephen Amell was uh, seen in an interview saying he's really exciting and goosebumps for this character to come in. Yeah. Um, we also know that Tay Cord Industries, as you said, has been Flash. They've mentioned, of course, Arrow. They've mentioned, mm-hmm. but we haven't seen anything for it. Um, also, there's another little fun fact: um, uh, Brandon Ralph auditioned yeah. for this part, and it was supposed to have been Blue Beetle. Ah, uh, yeah, it was Ray Palmer, and right? Stuff. Because they were, remember DC was supposed to make the Booster Gold Blue Beetle uh, duo movie. Yeah. So he said, and "Oh no, he's Rick off." Berlin is actually still working on a script for that. Yes, they are still working on, but right now they say it's not going to come out for so long. Yeah. <laughs> you can just use them in the TV show now, so they have the okay to go to put him in the um, show now. So Ted Cord Blue Beetle possibly looks like could he be will on be on Arrow next season. And two, um, and Arrow should is going to have a little bit different um, feel to it anyway. Yes, um, and I'm going to read the synopsis for it, too. Another reason why people are thinking this is actually going to be Ted Core because when Brandon Ralph was supposed to play the character, his nickname was Daniel something at the time, too. Okay. This guy's name is Daniel as well, so just assuming. Um, the next um, recruiting character they're supposed to put in here is named Phoebe, a.k.a. Daniel Porter. This is uh, alias right now. Mm-hmm. Um, they are looking for a Caucasian actor in his mid-30s. He is intelligent, homosexual, technical... Uh, technological entrepreneur who's also creative and has given huge success to a business as a businessman but having gone through a tragic loss in his life something hides him from people around him thus struggling shaping his new relationship with others um and as i said before daniel was also known to be uh adam at the time who we thought was going to be uh ted core but turned out it was ray palmer's um, brandon ralph and he joins the legends now which might even open up the doors for uh ted cord because yeah. for me, I feel like Ted Kord's a more lighthearted character like Adam. Yeah. He should be on, I feel like, Legends more than um, Arrow, because Arrow's a little dark and gritty for him. Well, uh, and that's like a lot of people are also asking for uh, Blue Be- or um, Booster. Now everybody's looking to see, is Booster going to be on the show? Mm-hmm. Now, I think, if anything, if Booster ever shows up, yes. first place he's going to show up is in Legends. Oh, of course. That's why I'm saying for because this season. Because also, in, the, in many iterations of Booster Gold, mm-hmm. He's the son, son of, Rip of Rip Hunter. Who just died in the mm-hmm. last season. And he's not going to stay dead. You know better. Oh, I know. But if they can pull this off, have him come back, his father's gone, let mm-hmm. him be on the ship, and then Ted Cord, Blue Beetle, play this season. And we don't know if we're going to get another season after eight of Arrow. Mm-hmm. So if we do or if we don't, that would be perfect for him to transition on to uh, season five, I would say, of Legends, and they can both team up in that way. Maybe. Exactly. And before we uh, move on here, now this is going to be, um, it'll be cool to see. Uh, before we move on, though, i got to give a shout-out mm-hmm. to um, the leader, our 
fearless leader on the T- Tangible Network, Mark, Mark Bogner is actually watching hey, on the Facebook Mark, Live. Hey, Mark, doing? how you doing? We will entertain you. I'll, I'll ask attempt you later. To. i attempt to. <laughs> That's why you asked. Are you entertained? Yeah. Well, um, next one we got is actually one I know you're all excited about. Yeah. Is we actually got a character details for Swamp Thing, the new Swamp Thing television series that's coming to the D- DC Universe as soon as they launch the, or when they launch the series, sh- or the, that. The <laughs> there you go. Um, and I didn't put this up here now, too. Now we're talking to them. I found some more about Teen Titans. They've have casting, they had a casting video. I don't think we could play it on the show. It's a little okay. inappropriate. Um, some of the words they were saying, but they are uh, all Disney for Cyborg. Oh, nice. So um, I don't know who they're going to cast, but they're dropping some F-bombs. Well, that's the problem with – that's one thing I have with the streaming services. Yeah. I had this problem. I talked to – I think I talked to you about Star Trek when I watched it. Mm-hmm. That there's stuff that they're dropping like that that they can drop on a streaming service right. because, because they're they don't not, have any restrictions They don't have to go through a ratings it. board. Right. There is no controlling board for online content. Right. So, so it's like, I, you don't need that. So like, um, so from what I'm hearing, I'm guessing they're going to make the Titans show more of the – Arrow type show for the streaming service, make it that gritty kind, which is weird to me because I'm thinking I feel like Swamp Thing would be more suited for that. Yeah, but and also this was auditioning that might have just been in the script to read and they might just edit it out. But yeah. for now they're trying to get that gritty raw feel to it, and he might just interpret it that way and did his own thing. But looking through these, th- these are actually um, pretty close to the comic book characters. Yeah I'm, yeah, I'm noticing that about Swamp Thing. I think I feel like they're, they're not, not really changing, changing anything, which is a good thing. Um, so go ahead and run through these real quick. Abby Arcane is, of course, everybody knows, Alec Holland, a.k.a. Swamp Thing's love interest in the comic books. And so the show is looking to uh, find a 30-something intelligent Roman who has been a bit of a lone wolf. She works for the Center of Disease Control, who ends up assigning to her uh, investigated house at or investigating at the uh Homo Homo flu. flu. (laughs) That's a weird one. Uh, Which happens to be her hometown. Abby's tragic past uh, consists of losing her mother when she was eight years old. Sounds like Batman. Mm -hmm. Or even Kane. To turn out ended in making her a move between multiple foster families. Once she was done in high school, she left for uh, Homa and pursued her dreams of developing medical career. When she uh, performs her new job, she is a bit of a power struggle with her employer, which is tragic reason of Abby left uh, Homa. Homa, and being with us, uh, she keeps a secret that has caused her development as a pill addicted. Okay. Um, um, and actually, Mark, we're going to check out Teen Titans Go when it comes out. Yeah. And I don't know what's going on until then. But yeah. the casting looks interesting. The ca- Mark asked us, um, what about the Teen Titans movie that's coming out? The Justice League casting is interesting in there. Yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> I, I got a little issue with the casting, specifically a couple of people on there. I don't know. That's weird. We will find out, it's though, weird. here in a couple of months. I was going to say Lil Yachty as uh, Jon Stewart. I, I, do, I, I don't know how I can get over that. That, <laughs> that voice, just his voice. I don't know. Um, well, who else we got on the show here? Let's see. Speaking of Howlin', they're also offering a description of Swamp Thing. A uh, character in his 30-something, once again, wise man, hot temper, and being a passion for work and researcher for a su- uh, Sutherland Corpora- Corporation. Uh, the company is seamlessly building a hospital in Hama, and uh, Abby Arcane returned to the town to investigate Hama with flu. Alec forms an instant bond with her and discovers that they are similar people, both being incredibly invested in science and not caring too much about having a love life. 
I don't know how that's going to go. Alice discovers that there are a connection between both of them about the flu of swamp in the swamp, which is making people um, in town hostile and uh, him as well. Despite the bad uh, attitude he gets uh, from citizens, Alec is determined to bring both of them, bring get to the bottom of this flu. However, things are haywire and Alec is put through odd uh, transformation and form him to a swap-like creature, extraordinary abilities. So I wonder how they're going to have him change in this. Because I think it was wasn't um, it? like Toxic Chemicals or something originally, wasn't it? Yeah, I thought it was, but then here they might have him um, maybe well, just fall in the swamp. In the Wes Craven movie... Now, I'm trying Which to remember. I've not seen on the this. Side if you, yeah, I've not seen it in a long time. But the Wes Craven movie, I think um, he was doing something. What the villain was Doctor Arcane, isn't he? Right. Um, he was. It was Doctor Alex Holland was working for Arcane. Decided he didn't want. He wanted out or something. And Arcane um, doesn't want. Arcane's doing genetic research or something. Mm-hmm. So he pumps. Um, Holland full of a bunch of the stuff he's been working with and throws him in the swamp. swamp as right, his, right. Um, henchmen throw him in the swamp. Okay, I remember. So he doesn't blow the whistle on what Arcane's doing. That's what I was wondering if they're going to do in here. I believe that's what they did originally. Okay. I don't I, I forget that the part happened. I remember him being in the swamp. I didn't know what happened. I figured it was maybe some chemicals in the swamp they were working but with, they were dumping. I if forgot. they can get the swamp thing voice half as cool as Victor Rock was yeah. back in the day, they better. Oh. Hey, if they can get um, Mark Hamill to do a swamp thing voice for a cartoon, they yeah. better do it for the show. They'll get something really cool. They should. I mean, um,. Swamp Thing, I think, did a lot better than anybody thought it would back in the day. I mean, we had four seasons of it on USA back in the early 90s. Yeah. Um, um, real quick, before we get into this next one, I want to talk about Flash real quick. Um, so, Iris, not Iris West, um, what's the... Nora? Nora West. Um, Nora West Allen. Uh, this is the, the daughter of Barry, but in here, they're not so much doing it because they are taking it from the new comic books as we thought they did mm-hmm. from Rebirth. Well, I knew that's just the only time we've seen that name in the books. Right. Um, they're doing it really, I think, for price uh, cutting <laughs> purposes, and they want to do their own thing because the producer said um, everyone was expecting to be the Tornado Twins. Yeah. They went, since they were stretching out this whole season, if they would just said, oh, I'm part of the Twins, everyone knew it, so they want to take their own spin on it. Yeah. Um, and even the take of her having both powers of what Iris had when she had the Speed Force with what Barry had with the blue and purple lightning. This is going to be their new interpretation of their ch- their child. And okay. then next season we're going to see what she messed up and how she's going to fix it. Yeah. So that's it. She doesn't have a twin. It's just a single child. But they okay. can later on add to them having twins yeah. if they well, want. Well, also we get to see what's going to happen with um, Joe and Cecile's daughter. Yeah. Now, there's a theory going around the internet. Maybe that's the villain. It's possible. You never she's know. trying to stop. We don't know. We don't know. Because actually, the, depending on um, when Nora's, a, the, yeah, the, that baby would be older mm-hmm. than her. Mm-hmm. Yep. So maybe something goes wrong with right. Joe, um, and Joe and Cecile's Cecilia baby. baby. Which, do you remember the name that they... No, I really don't. I didn't. It was one of those things I like, okay, they have a... They're on the books. So I yeah. just never, it never stayed in my head. Um I can look for it, though. Uh, well, at the moment, let's just go ahead and move on, because right. we have Watchmen news. The Watchmen HBO series. This is a lot... This is really different from um, the comics. Uh, let's see. Where are we here for the description? Well, we know that they're not going to stick to the comic on this one. No. They're actually doing it, basically doing a series in the world of the Watchmen. Well, as they said in here, they're doing a remix. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, there were some photos taken of a police officer. Um, and we didn't know really what this was going to do because we really didn't have a big police officer character yeah. in the Watchmen. Well, he, uh, that he's was a superhero. In some sort of police captain regalia. Is yeah, what they say here. Now he was in the very end of Watchmen. I remember he got like I think he got killed by the explosion or something like that. 
Um, but the producers say, we have no desire to adapt the 12 issue um, Mr. Moore and Mr. Gibson created 30 years ago. Wow, that's 30 years ago. Yeah. Um, the exclusive producer, uh, Damon uh, Lid- Lidolf, uh wrote. Uh, wait. Right here. There. Lindelhoff. Lindelhoff, thank you. Uh, wrote in a recent social media post, those issues are uh, sacred ground and we will not uh, be retreating nor recreate, those, nor reproduce, nor <laughs> reboot. Um, they will, however, be remixed. Um, because the baseline of familiar track is too good, we uh, be fools to not sample them. Those original 12 issues are Old Testaments. When the New Testament came along, it did not erase what came before it, creation. The um, Garden Edition, the Abraham, uh, uh, Isaac, the Flood, it's all happened. And uh, so for that to be the Watchman, the comedian did die. Dan uh, fell in love with an Aussie man to save the world, and Dr. Manhattan left after blowing up Rorschach to pieces in the bitter cold of Antarctica. Now, I wonder if they're going to take into consideration the doomsday clock that's going on right now. I doubt Or is this going to happen um, after Watchmen, but before doomsday clock? Well, from what we get in here, it seems like this is going to be before. Because the... Now, that's me. Well, yeah, because it's talking about Rorschach is dead. Right. is dead. Um, So, I I feel like it might be Dan and Lori, is that mime and mimic? I don't or marionette, marionette mime. mime, yeah. Um, so I don't know how they're gonna take this and where they're really gonna go. I don't, we might get maybe bits and pieces of the past. Yeah. Um, there was also another Watchmen comic books out there that came out about five or six years ago. That was like what was it, the prequels, I think, to what they were going on in the Watchmen series. Yeah, I think so. Um, they had their own separate arcs as um, Silk Spectre, well, Night Owl. Oh, or one bat, hawk girl down. Her le- that uh, that's not gonna that's work. not gonna work. <laughs> Her legs all messed up, so <laughs> she's uh, she's down for a count. Um, um, but we do have actually some of the names of people that have been cast in this already. Yes, Don Johnson is playing that police captain you mentioned earlier. Right. Uh, we have Regina King, Tim Blake, or Tim Blake Nelson, Louis Gossett Jr. That we mentioned a couple <laughs> of stories, stories ago is actually in this. He's back. Um, Adelaide Clemens and Andrew Howard are all already cast in this. Um, now this does look like it's going to try to be well. As I, I like the way they put that. They are not going to trample back on the old crown. <laughs> <laughs> they're not going to stumble back on the old ground because that was like just the Old Testament. <laughs> so they're just going to do a remix, which I'm fine with. Uh, just as long as they get it right for the show, I think since it's going to be HBO produced, we got something. She's ha. so far off though. <laughs> She's fixed though. She's fixed. She's good. Um, I mean, if you're watching Facebook Live, you see, you understand what we're talking about. <laughs> Got some issues with some of the figures, but um, th- when is this supposed to be released? I, it, does, it has no release date yet, but it is in production, so more than likely in the fall. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully, no one spills the beans on that on social media. Yeah, but. Uh, what else do we got here? Is that it? For, no, uh, that's next it. up, right? is that it for... I think we got Krypton to talk yeah, about Yeah, I now. think now we get to get into a little bit of Krypton. And like I said, where see, episode five flipped Krypton on its head. Mm-hmm. And now, well... By bringing in General Zod, finding out that Brainiac is not the villain of the story. But then again, he is the one they have to stop at the end of the story. But they weren't supposed to stop him. Exactly. So... Which, um, now, if you anybody who listens um, to the House of El... Um, El Krypton podcast or Krypton podcast. Um, anybody remember might remember from podcasting um, the Starkville's House of L. It was um, it was a Smallville podcast way back then. It's actually one of the reasons I'm actually a podcaster today. It was one of the first podcasts I ever found was Shoe Krypton or Shrew. Mm-hmm. Well, they are now doing a um, a 
I'm drawing blank, a Krypton podcast. Yes. With one of the original co- podcasters, um, Derek Russell. Okay. And um, Frank from the Supergirl um, Supergirl TV talk, I believe. Right, which is another podcast. Um, the two of them are doing Krypton, and they actually had uh, Cameron Welsh, the showrunner, on there at the end of the season. And Welsh actually told him that at this point, because of what happens at the end of the season, now at the end of the season, they actually stopped Brainiac, mm-hmm. which in um, the show Bible originally that um, for the show or for the planet Krypton, the reason the planet blew up was because Brainiac took um, Kandor. And put it in a bottle, it destabilized Krypton. Mm. And 200 years later, it blows up the city. So, um, since he actually doesn't, or he, they stopped him from taking the city, they've changed the timeline. Yeah, they And be- now, um, General Zod came back in time. Right. And he takes over and actually starts running Krypton, or, um, Kandor. Yeah, and he turns out he is the son of, uh, um, Lyda and, and Segel. So he is a Zod and an L. Yes. Um, so Superman and but Zod are cousins. Because they've done this, they are now in a totally separate timeline. They, they can, can do whatever they want. They, right. Well, what it is, yeah, they they, 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 they completely the, the characters. The characters screwed up at tra- trusting the wrong guy. Yeah. But the show is now in a separate timeline. They can do anything they want, and it's not going to make a difference to the actual story. No, we know. timeline, just as in Flashpoint, you can kind of run. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I did not mean to make that go, pun. Yeah. Yeah, they can literally run with it now. Flashpoint went in whatever direction they wanted because it doesn't affect the main timeline. Right, because it's going to still come back to what we know it to be. As <laughs> somehow it will. Um, but as right now, they did defeat Brainiac, which he was the best-looking villain out of him. Oh, and, I think him awesome. and the Think were the two best villains I've seen out of every season this yeah. this um. Well, at the end, didn't, yeah, they said Brainiac and Sagal both got sucked in the Phantom Zone. Right. So Brainiac's not dead. Yeah. Uh, Sagal's not dead. But uh, at the very end of it, we did get his grandfather that got pulled out of the Phantom Zone. And him and yeah. Zod have beef, of course, because of that whole Phantom Zone problem. Um, but once he put his father and Brainiac into the Phantom Zone, he destroyed it. Because he does not yeah. want Brainiac getting the out. Fan, the controls for the Phantom Zone projector. Right. And I thought it was kind of... <laughs> it was kind of interesting because the end of the show... Um, now, remember, we've had Superman's cape the whole time. Been, it's kind of like um, Back to the Future, the picture, picture that kept yeah. fading out. Fade out. Well, the cape's been dis- disappearing. They, um, When they defeated Brainiac, and it did um, rebuild the cape. Right. But then um, Once when Zod, Zod destroys the, the Phantom Zone projector, all of a sudden the cape changes, and it's now the House of Zod logo on it instead of the House of L. And also when um, Adam Strange goes back into his little bottle city of Detroit on Earth... It is now having a statue where it should be Superman. It is Zod. Exactly. So eventually, and then you see at the end of the episode that um, Zod is giving. It's this only is about a couple a month months later. later but one month a later. One month later. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Zod is actually in charge in Candor. Yep. And he's decided that um, the Rankless, which we know were just the uh, the, the castoffs and nobody wanted. Um, the peasants of Yeah, Krypton. the peasants in Candor. Um, oh, I'm sorry, Candor, yes. They remember, this is all in just the city of Candor. Because the way they were running this is each city is its own full mm-hmm. government. Same as we also got with Argo and mm-hmm. Supergirl. Which they could spin that off if they wanted to. <laughs> um, so, yes, yeah, so at the very end, he's basically ruling for Iron Fist. Yeah, he's, it, they've gone from a theocracy, which everything is ruled by um, the voice of Rao, to now a military dictatorship. Which is going to be an interesting thing for next year. They have also said that for next year's... Um, Krypton, they will be um, getting a 
better look at some of the other cities. We'll probably see um, – we're definitely going to see Kryptonopolis. Yes. We're going to probably maybe see Kandor. And we are or not Kandor. To- we will, we're in Kandor, but yeah. we'll possibly see Argo. And we no, are. Ar- Argo, Kryptonopolis, I'm not sure. Maybe some other ones. Um, now, what were you seeing? I was say we are going to see Doomsday after that teaser at the end. Yes, at the end, Doomsday is awake. And, and angry. Crypt. Well, of course well, yeah, he's, he's a giant. Well, they said he's a giant rage monster. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> We got a lot of those, don't we? But yeah, yeah so he's gonna. I don't know what big part he's going to, big role he's going to play in next season. But um, Zod well, can't even take him down. Zod had said originally when they were going to release Doomsday in the city that Doomsday would go after. He's an apex predator. He'll go after whatever's the strongest first. Right. Which would which be at that Brainiac. at that point it was Brainiac. But now it's him. Now is Zod or if Doomsday gets loose, it's going to go after whatever's on top. Well, mm-hmm. Zod's on top. Yep. So and the nice thing, well, um, Zod has said that um, in his speech at the end that they would be going to other planets and spreading the rule of um, of Krypton and the um, the ways of Krypton. And unlike anybody else in the show, other than um, than um, which one, Adam Strange, oh, okay. Zod has the benefit of knowing what happens when in Kryptonians get in. Well, when Kryptonians are exposed to a yellow sun. Oh yes, that too. Oh <laughs> no wow, I this. didn't think about that. I did not think about that. So now you get now, now that kind of explains Zod's cape. Yep. The statue of Zod in right um oh. in the city. He knows what's going to happen when he goes to Earth. Hmm. I did not think about that. Well, and Superman's probably going to be either dead or uh kneeling leery to Zod. Yeah. Well, actually in the, he does get that line. Yes, he did. Yeah, he did. That everybody all the other um they're going to start a galactic empire is what he says, which is funny because this speech actually kind of reminded me of, of uh, the Emperor's – no, the Emperor's speech from the Star Wars Episode Three at the end when he reforms the Republic into the Empire. The empire when he uh, had his yeah. hood on there when he went to his face. Well, Zod wants to start a galactic empire, and um, like I said, he knows what happens when he's exposed to a yellow sun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's 200 years before Superman would have landed there anyway. So right. you got to think 200 years ago from us. That's late 1700s, early 1800s. That would be easy to take over. Right. We had we did not have the kind of weapons that we had, yeah. even though we couldn't stop him anyway. But we had a little bit less uh, on the technology part, I was like Krypton, which is aliens. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be very interesting seeing. And we did get confirmation uh, the day before the uh, premiere of the season finale that Krypton has been picked up for season two. Yep. So season two is definitely coming. So it's not like it ended on a cliffhanger and we're not sure. No, um, I thought that was funny that they didn't end on a cliffhanger. At first I was like, wait a minute, are you supposed to be making a season two? Mm-hmm. We got a couple of uh, movie news here in the cinematic universe. Zack Snyder's involvement with DC is still there. Um, he's not going to be He's directing. not writing and directing, though. No. He is still going to be a producer uh, for the next Wonder Woman movie, Wonder Woman uh, 2. Now, this is something I really think is good because, as I said before... <laughs> I didn't do it this time. I think she's just down. I need to get a stand for her so she can look like she's flying. That's yeah. what I need to do. But, um... He is stepped back, as we said before. We had news and rumors, and it's been confirmed he will not be directing or writing anything anymore for Warner Brothers for the DC Universe. But he is still going to be the producer on Wonder Woman uh, 2, which I think is a great idea because after the success of Wonder Woman uh, 1 that he was in, or just Wonder Woman, uh, he did great. He was a great producer for that. He was a great producer yeah. for Man now, of Steel. He was a great producer that... for Batman vs. Superman and Justice yeah. League. Well, but... there, was a, um, there was a part of Wonder Woman 2 that definitely felt like Zack Snyder. That was that final battle where all, all of a sudden it's nighttime. 
Oh, you're talking about the end of uh, Wonder Woman, yeah. Yeah, and the end of Wonder Woman. All the, the rest of the movie was and dark. It's just, it got, for some reason, the, the battle went from daytime to nighttime all of a sudden. <laughs> yes, and we found this out on his um, Twitter. Someone asked him, are you still producing for Wonder Woman 2? You're amazing. Something got scratched out because they didn't want to say it, and then he says, oh, yes, with a reply. So this is uh, confirmed from Zack Snyder himself. Um, now, I have no idea. I'm also curious how they're going to make Cheetah look. Is it going to be CGI, you think? I think it's partially going to be CGI, partially makeup. Okay. That's so weird. I'm going to see Christian Wiig. We did find out, though, that um, the the movie will be set in the 1980s. Yes. Now, this is what we can get into with this next one. Um, they did release the poster for um, One Roman 2. Now, this now, says WW84. Okay. Let me get on here and see if I can see it. Mine is still loading up. I was just reading it because uh, there we are. And it says it will hit theaters, uh, experience this in IMAX, November 2019. Now, we do not have an exact release date for it, but I think it's kind of funny how the logo of Wonder Woman is a little purplish, and we're yeah. getting her back in I'm her wondering if Star this Sapphire is a, gear. Did, um, uh, no, I'm, actually, what this is reminding me of, and the fact that they jumped into the 80s with it, mm-hmm. and all of this other stuff, I'm wondering if it's not a knee-jerk reaction to how well um, Guardians of the Galaxy and Thor Ragnarok have done. That they're like, oh, we can do a, a movie like that too, all colorful and musical and stuff. To, that sounds exactly what, yeah. the, like, what the Warner Brothers executives would have been tr- doing. See, this is my. Uh, see, that makes me worried now because the whole thing about you Wonder hadn't Woman, thought about that, had you? I didn't because because you look at this logo, it, it looks like something out of Ragnarok or out of uh, Guardians. It does. It really does. Now you it's like that. it's like Warner Brothers is trying to do their version of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Hey, make a poster like it, but please don't change the quality of the movie for it. Yeah. Uh, with Patty Jenkins and um, Zack Snyder on there, hopefully they can both still keep that main focus of what the first one felt like. Uh, Warner Brothers, please keep your hand out of the cookie jar. Do what you did before. The reason why it was so good because you let them be free and have free range. Do not tell them how to make their movie. <laughs> yeah. But that was the breaking news for that. Um, this is going Now, this to- is a picture you're going to have to put up on our Instagram so people can make sure that we, everybody sees it. Okay. Oh, man. There's a lot of these photos, actually, too. I didn't know it went that far. Other ones, I, oh wow, there are they're just remixes. The other ones are just remixes of the posters we've already gotten right. before. Taking a look. So were those all official from DC? Oh, um, yes. And two, they did say uh, Chris Pine was spotted on the set of Wonder Woman two. I can believe that it, it could totally be a flashback. I did yeah. not. He he, he died. Um, no, he's dead. I mean, even if um, even if he didn't die then, mm-hmm. he was in his what twenties mm-hmm. at least. Yeah, and in the is... nineteen in the late nineteen eighteen or somewhere around yeah. there. Yeah. So, so in the 84, he would be in his 80s, 80s or 90s. 90s right now. So if he's spot on scene or on set, he's just a flashback yeah. for her. Sad sad that he won't be back because that was a great love interest. Of her. No, but, you know what they're going to do? They're going to do just like in the Wonder Woman TV series. And Steve Trevor, um, when they bump it, because remember the original TV series originally took place in World War II against the Nazis. Mm-hmm. <coughs> but then when they switched networks. Yeah. And um, for the second season, they moved it up to modern times, and um, Steve Trevor was still on it, but it was Steve, Steve Trevor, Trevor was, Jr. Yeah, I was going to say, was his nephew or something? So we're going to have Steve Trevor the third, and it's still going to be Chris Pines. Hey, well, they did something kind of similar to that, uh, not his son, but an older version of him in the Just League cartoon, do you remember? Hmm. They fought in World War II against the Nazis, and it was Vandal Savage that took that over, and then they fell in love there, and she went back to future time and found him in a nursing home. He's like, my angel, or something like that, yeah. he called her, so... Uh, that if they they could bring him back like that if they wanted to, but I doubt it. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we're gonna move on to a rumored villain of the Batman. Now this world. is interesting because it's uh, 
this villain is rumored. It looks like this villain will be used mm-hmm. in a movie. Yes, we do not because know as which of right one. now, it's there's conflicting stories all over the place. Is this going to be for Birds of Prey, or will it be for the Batman that's yes. coming out from um, who's that Matt um, Matt Reeves? Matt Reeves. Yeah, that's the thing. We don't because know. depending on who's saying the rumor, it's been planned for both, and we're talking about the Penguin. Yeah. Um, now this was reported. Oh, there's so much on here. I'm just going to try to get the good parts out of here. Um, now, he, they were saying he may be in Birds of Prey because, well, for one, he fits as a main villain. Yeah. Um, but he also is a Batman villain, which we got yeah. mentioned in the Justice League movie. Well, in Birds of Prey, Birds of Prey have fought against Penguin multiple, multiple times. Oh, yeah. He was in the, he's been in the comic books since Rebirth started. Yeah. And being that um, his... Now, Birds of Prey in this is probably not going to use Huntress. But in the classic line of Birds of Prey, Helena Bertinelli is a mob daughter. Mm-hmm. And Penguin is all about is gangster a life. gangster. That's so, who he is. Um, basically, uh, where is this right here? Uh, da, 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 da. We've been hearing about this whole Batman thing. If Bruce or uh, if, uh, Bruce Lee, he's playing so good at it. If Ben Affleck is going to come back or not, I heard he's going to stay on recently, <laughs> but I'm done with these rumors until I hear it from his mouth. Uh, but whatever, whoever going to be playing the Batman in the, Bat, in the Matt Reeves version, they're thinking about using Penguin as a villain in here, or in the Birds of Prey director, uh, Kathy Yan, uh, has been fast-tracked to produce this uh, as soon as the end of the year. Margot Robbie is expected to reprise her role of Harley Quinn, with Birds of Prey reportedly taking priority over Suicide Squad's sequel. Um, now, I would still love to see um, Harley as the villain in this. I ho- I'm going to be very disappointed as a fan if they're going to make her just a... Hero in the Birds of Prey is like, why? Where, or, she, where does she come from? Why make she her the ha- anti-hero, and the Birds of Prey are helping her do something. That I'd be, I'd be perfectly okay with that. But just don't put her. I just don't want them to shove her in She's the team. She's not a member no of reason. the Birds. Yeah, you know, um, the Birds of Prey is supposed to be Batgirl or Oracle, mm-hmm. Huntress, and, and Black uh, Canary. Black Canary. So. Uh, but we'll see how this is. I'm really iffy on this script right now and the way they're doing this movie until I hear more news from him. But the last time he got Penguin on the big screen, he made his big screen debut in 1992's Tim Burton's Batman Returns, played by Dane DeVito. Uh, that was an interesting take on him, I too. love that. I love that take on him. He's, he was that eerie, creepy feeling of Gotham City I felt like we kind of needed for yeah. the um, world that Tim Burton was building up. And, of course, Tim Burton. For Tim Burton. I, yeah. See, me personally, I like... When, if I'm thinking Penguin, I'm liking more um, the mobster ma- Penguin who runs the iceberg. I, I usually do, too. Um, similar to what we got um, in Gotham right now. In Gotham, in the video. I think but, the, have you the, played Arkham no. City yet? Um, but the comic books right now has that, too. He's in charge. Yeah. Um, and in Batgirl, he's been in and out because his son is actually a side character in right. Batgirl once in a while. And the video games, he's the same way. He's this mob boss. I mean, he is a great... You gotta play that game. Um, mm-hmm. He's a great mob boss in there. Shortest. Short, 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 but... He still scares people. <laughs> yeah. And he's not afraid to shoot you with his umbrella. <laughs> um, so, yeah, either way, I just want to see a penguin. I've been, I wanted penguin to come back in the Christopher Norlin movies. I felt like that would have been good. He's a realistic villain. Yeah. He doesn't have any powers. He just looks like a short little chubby mobster. That's it. And Penguin has always been... He's a classic Batman villain. Right, so... Um, back when I was a kid, it was... Um, the top two Batman villains were Penguin, Penguin and, and Batman. Batman. Or Pe- Penguin and Joker. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Penguin and Joker. Um, it was like All that the other villains too. are guys that... I didn't even know about most of them until I saw the Batman animated series. Well, that's same. Because that was if you, my That was my childhood. I remember seeing that. <laughs> um, I remember even seeing the Galactic Guardians or the Galactic yeah. Heroes. Penguin was on there as a main villain. And then we'd have Joker on there. 
on uh, the Batman animated series. So I was like, oh, these gotta be Batman's top two yeah. biggest villains. Because the Super Friends and everything in there was always Penguin or Joker, right? And you see, or Riddler. You see Riddler in there, right? But uh, that's about it. Yeah, until I got more into comic books, and I found out it's always gonna be Joker. And then it's Bane. Mm-hmm. Then you got Ra's al Ghul. Well, there was no Bane <laughs> back then. No, it was, and this was when I. It was created. He was in the created early literally 90s. my 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 birth year, nineteen ninety three. Mm-hmm. I think that's one reason why I like Bane so much. So, but moving on from there, we got an awesome first first poster from the, the Shazam movie, and yes. this is official, right? Um, I don't know if this was fan edited or not, but Zachary Levi did repost this, and this looks a lot like. I don't know how they could really do this because this looks. Like it's from the film. We don't know, but we're going to talk about it. No, this isn't from the film. I guarantee that. Okay. Mm, I want it to be. Well, No, this is a fan-made poster. Okay, okay. okay. Well, I just thought it was something fun we could talk about because, I mean, he could appear in there if they wanted yeah. to. Uh, no, this they, is a totally fan-made, but, but it is a cool-looking poster. Yeah, I'm going to put this on our um, Instagram for the fans to look at. This is awesome. But it's basically Shazam and uh, Cyborg playing a little like an old-school Nintendo video game of Street you Fighter. Can't, I'll say, you can't tell? That's Street Fighter 2. Right, but look, the okay. Nintendo controller. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a Super Nintendo controller. I'm, I'm sorry. Super, I had one. Super Nintendo controller. There's a difference. I had one. Yeah, but... the Nintendo controller wasn't as comfortable. No, it wasn't. The Super Nintendo felt a lot better. Plus, you had the same color scheme of purple and gray and black. Mm-hmm. Purple, gray, and black was a big thing for that. Um, but they're playing the old school um, uh, Street Fighter 2 on a billboard with cyborgs projecting from his eye while they're going back and forth uh, on the game. Now, I think this was really good because they're both around the same age. We're not... Cyborg's older, but he's still the young he- hero. Uh, Shazam's a teenager. Cyborg was a Teen Titan, and in the new um, animated films that they make for him, the Justice League, he they are best friends. Yeah. So I, if they ever want to make a cameo, they could do it if they want it. But we haven't heard anything about Ray Fisher appearing on set, so I doubt it. But that was a fun fan-edited uh, poster. Uh, the next one, I think, I don't know if it's, um, is that the right story? Looks like it is. I think that's it for a movie. Yeah, news. that's it for movie news. But um, the next one, the title of the story doesn't have um, what you put up as, unless it's something that's farther down in the story. I think you put up the wrong one. Oh, let's see. Is this the story about the question? No. So it looks like we don't have that story. We don't have to skip wow, past weird. that one. All right. I'm going to okay. try to find it. We can come back well, and try to find it. We do have some bad news for a couple of books before um, in comic book news right now. We only have two stories right now in comic book news. One is DC is actually has canceled Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps. Sadly. It looks sad. like the uh, book will be ending with issue 50, which is a pretty good run anyway, a 50-issue run. Right. Um, and DC solicitations for August revealed that the series would be um, releasing its final issue in August with issue number 50. Um, and it... Since it since it launched with Rebirth back in 2016, um, it's never really been the biggest book for DC, but um, it's always been a steady perfor- performer, selling more little over or over 20,000 issues a, a month, which is pretty good for comics right now. Now um, we don't know what's going on. I, personally, I think this is just going to make uh, make room for another book. Because, uh, or another Green Lantern book. Yeah. Because there's always been a Green Lantern core book out there as long as there's a core. Right. Uh, now, back in the 90s when there was just Green Lantern, but that, uh, that was because that was when Hal Rayner was the Hal only did. Green Lantern. Right, because Hal um, went a little crazy. With yeah, he stole all the rings from everybody. So, uh, <coughs> excuse me, guys. I'm still trying to get over He's this He's trying cold. to get over that cold. He's trying to shake it. 
Mm-hmm. Um, now, I did find the question. Okay. Well, let me finish up this here. Okay. Now, we do have um, the synopsis for that final issue that's going on sale August 8th. It says, this is it. It's an extra-sized anniversary celebration and one of the biggest battles the Green Lantern Corps has ever fought to mark the occasion. Jon Stewart issues a dramatic order. No lethal force. The Green Lanterns need to prove that they can keep law and order in the universe without killing. Elsewhere, Hal Jordan faces down Tomar II and looks to use the Dark Star's armor as a weapon against them. With some psychic help from Hector Hammond, who probably shouldn't be trusted. Now, anybody who's reading Green Lantern Corps right now, or um, Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps, knows that the Dark Stars are back. Yes, and that was a big event coming and out of the Dark And the Lanterns Night are Metal. actually going to find all the people that are traditionally enemies for them because the Dark Stars are killing anybody who's committed a crime. Right. There's only one punishment. <clears throat> yeah, they're taking the um, vigilante evil mm-hmm. route. Well, <laughs> so they're t- they're teaming up with the the Green Lanterns are f- teaming up with their villains so that they can get enough people to actually take on the Dark Stars, rally against them. Take that's them down. right. So that's why we have Hector Hammond in this right now. You have um, we had Guy Gardner went out and um, to try to recruit Arkillo. Yeah, didn't he wear his old uh, the yellows shirt too? Well, what it is? I think he's always wearing that under his. Uh, oh, okay, suit. His suit. Yes, that's his. So he's when he wearing. turns, when the suit goes away, he's got his warrior suit okay. shirt on. Yes, and that is a. Um, <laughs> that's a good old callback to the eighties, right? To the nineties. Nineties. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Early when 90s. actually Guy Gardner owned a bar, it was called Warriors. Warriors. You told me about. You he to, was also you had to fill me in on that. Yeah, one. it was also when he, while he was um, no longer a Green Lantern, he was the Warrior. He was Guy Gardner Warrior. And um, it had something. It was long, like a Native American powers or something. Yeah, got. I'm not sure how that worked. It was something right around <laughs> zero hour that it, that debuted. Um, but was that it on this? I think so. Yeah. So we don't know what's going on with that. Uh, more than likely, we're going to get. Um, there will be another Green Lantern core book. Something. Now, out I've there. not read the end of No Justice, but you said the Lanterns have a big part of the end of it. You've read issue four. Yeah. Um, so don't tell me anything about okay. it, but. Because we know for the, for some reason Hal Jordan is not in the new Justice League book either. No, um, so it doesn't we'll really explain. Of- I'll just say this, it doesn't really explain at the end of No Justice why, but just know they're in there. That's okay. all I'm gonna say. Um, so that moves on for that, and you actually found we do have the question returning to comics. Yes, and as as I was telling you before the show, I feel like they're doing this with uh, Etrigan plastic. Well, no, plastic. Yes, Plastic Man, Mr. Mm-hmm. Miracle. They're bringing back some of the old. Um, Characters and heroes, but they're not going to have a long series. These are going to be mini issue series. Uh, well, Brian Edwards Hill's bringing back the question after he finishes up what's going on the Black Lightning uh, centric arc on Detective Comic Books. Uh, will the Wildstorm uh, Michael uh, Cray writer Brian uh, Edwards Hill be tasked to returning the question to the DC Universe? It certainly seems that way based on his response of a fan asked on Twitter. Um, well, the question is. Uh, which characters would be relevant now and when you ask the question you have to think about the word now every time the question is in this tweet mm-hmm. it's capitalized yes all the way across uh, our future and our heroes mythology can answer that question uh, thank you for the question cheers um, and further down Hill's thread Hill uh, delayed back of the tease a little bit telling the artist Doc Shanner, um that the hint was just a dream of mine, Doc. Just a little old dream. He told another fan what was something he wanted to do, not something he was going uh, as yet. The last time we saw the question, DC Comics was part of the uh, 
mystical trendy of sin, which was included Phantom Stranger and Pandora, but we got to see Pandora died in the beginning of Rebirth, so I don't know if they even still have that same mythology around question. They might just make him now, another man again. I'll say, in this one, who's the, who's going to be the question? That's what I was wondering. Is it going to be Renee Montoya, or is it going and that's the thing, I do not remember the, what's his name? Is that the name uh, of the other Vic one? Sage. Vic Sage? Vic Sage um, did die during the New 52 and was replaced by Renee Montoya, long-time Gotham uh, City Cop, which we now, knew about that. In the old but, uh, Justice League Unlimited series, it was Vic Sage. Right. Which was, that, I love that awesome. character. I mean, I he did, was, if you take the detective side of Batman and, and you make it a little crazy extreme, with Rorschach. Yeah, take it to the extreme, yeah, that was the question. I, Everything was a conspiracy theory that he had to figure out how it worked. <laughs> I, I, I remember the one part when uh, it was the Green Arrow and Supergirl episode with Power Girl. It was, they found it was her clone and he was like ah smelled like you've been eating that again and she's like what are you talking about he's like I, I go th- what is it? I, I search everything I find everything he's like what do you do go through my trash <laughs> please I go through everybody's trash <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's a little bit off his rocker a little bit uh, yeah I love him I still gotta buy that toy of his there's a couple of toys out there I need to still buy from DC Universe these yeah. things are expensive so you know that's a paycheck sometimes <laughs> not a full paycheck but if I try to get all of them um, so yeah, I'm excited to see him. As they said, after he gets done working with the Black Lightning Detective Comics crossover, which we talked about before, that they're going to make uh, later this year. Well, it's not a it's not a crossover. I think it's just Black Lightning in Detective Comics. Oh, okay, he's going to. He, how long? I think he's, he's just a character, and I think that could be coming with, by next week or the week after wow. because this week's comics that we're covering, which was from May, May twenty something. No, let me look it up. Was it May nineteenth? Uh, half a second here. I think it was Where's my calendar? 16th. Yeah, mine isn't popping up right now. I'm literally clicking in. Nothing's happening. There we go. The This week's books that we're reviewing are from uh, May 23rd. May 23rd, okay. Yeah, because we're, we're a week and a half, or a week behind or so, I believe. Um, so yeah. Is it May 23rd? I think so. We're mixing a couple of them, too. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I don't know how long this is going to be. Uh, six issue, 12 this issue. Was way. Yeah, it's May 23rd's books that we're reviewing this week. So um, as of then, uh, I believe it was Tim C- or um, James Cheney and the Force last issue of Detective because right. he wrapped up everything that had started with Rebirth. With a heartfelt touching So we're going to be able ending. to move into a new, totally new direction with next issue. Um, so and that was issue nine eighty one was the of Detective Comics's um, last where they wrap up everything that started with, for, uh, with Rebirth. Oh, okay. Um, well, I, that's when I guess, as you say, we're probably going to get in Black Lightning, and I just love how they're bringing back all these old characters, mm-hmm. even if it's not going to be for a big mainstay, at least they're you know, hey, they're in the universe. Next, I'm still waiting for Shazam, and after that, I need my Firestorm. Well, we've had Black Lightning already. Or not Black Lightning, Black Adam. Yeah. So I'm oh, hoping, since we've had Black Adam, actually, that Shazam will be soon. You need to Doomsday Clock, issue number five. I haven't got there yet. Give me I, a minute. <laughs> I, some of the characters I just... I'm You're reading up. ahead. I try to stay back where we're at so I don't forget the what books I've are read. so good, I can't help myself. Well, the last um, comic book story we have is another cancellation. Sadly. Sadly, but I'm not sure where... Th- this character's not going away. There's no way. Oh, no. But we did hear that um, Hellblazer is coming to an end. Hmm. And now, it says, um, as fans were getting used to... Seeing John Constantine on screen, mm-hmm. which he has returned mm-hmm. in Legends, Legends a couple of, of issues, he's or um, uh, a, a couple, couple of episodes, episodes, yeah, Arrow a couple episodes, and next season he will be a series regular for Legends of Tomorrow. Um, it looks like the comic version is coming to an end soon, as Tim Seeley recently tweeted. Yeah, I was hired to bring it to an end. Um, he tweeted in response to a fan question. 
Now, it looks like DC brought the right man in to close up shop, as the final two issues leave as many answers as questions. Um, this, this can actually be seen um, in these solicitations here. So the last issue is going to be Hellblazer number 24. But Hellblazer number 23, written by Tim Seeley, art by David Fabry, um, it says, Good Old Days, point, good old days Part 5. Uh, John's con- trying to listen to the angel on his shoulder, but Helena Bertinelli, um, Helena Bertinelli's a bit bloodthirsty. And when she's a, the, when she's the better option, you have to ask yourself, <laughs> what's wrong with your life? <laughs> that comes on sale on June 27th. It's 32 pages, so it's actually a little, it's exercise, I believe. Um, um, and then number two, and Hellblazer number 24 which comes out on um, July 25th. It is also written by Tim Seeley, art by David Fabry. Uh, what would you sacrifice to save someone from damnation? The final chapter of The Good Old Days puts what may be the final nail in John Constantine's coffin. Preparing to say goodbye to, his, to this mortal coil, John's oddly introspective brooding... or John is oddly introspective brooding over an ex-lover who's possessed by demons. Since she can't be exorcised, she's bound for hell, unless John makes the ultimate sacrifice and takes her place. Pack light, um, pack light, or pack light, John. We hear it's a war- it's warm where you're going. <laughs> now, we know this is the end for um, <clears throat> in the books, but he's continuing on Legends of Tomorrow, um, and our the- my theory is that they may be seeing what testing the waters to see whether or not they want to bring back a John Constantine series to TV. Okay. Well, he's got a CW, big fan base. The CW may be looking for something in that genre because uh, they just passed on um, – well, Supernatural has season 14 coming. Jeez. So they're getting a little long in the tooth. They're not, they, they, are. No, they, they are. That is their major Supernatural series right now. Right. Now, they are bringing Charmed in next season. I wonder how that – it's going. It's already on, actually. Um, no, the new Charmed. New yeah. Charmed starts in the fall. I saw something for it on the app. They probably. Well, no, that may be the original. It looked. It was in the. Or it could be also. It wait, might be a pilot. It could be not. It, no, it wouldn't be the pilot, but it may be the um, first looks. Maybe that's what it is. But um, they have Charmed coming in, and they have um, Legacy to replace the originals, which is their vampire show. But mm. they, something to truly replace Supernatural, Constantine would be a good fit. Because they already passed on Wayward Sisters, which was supposed to be yeah. a um, spinoff. So they, we might see after next season, we may actually see Constantine come back to as a full-run series. I hope we do, because um, I think CW would be a great home for it. We're already... No, this is said, all speculation, big, straight up. Yes, but we have a big fan base for Constantine, so I would love if they did. Yeah, and that uh, charm comes out October 14th. So. Well, uh, Constantine, when it was on NBC... Had what they considered low numbers for NBC, but would have been phenomenal numbers for CW. CW. So, so people we'll watch. People were watching, especially with CW having an extra night now to fill with content. Right. Um, yeah. So a lot of these shows, I feel like maybe in a Friday night spot. Last time we said it was a killer, but I still tuned in for it. Like you yeah, said, the numbers still. Well, no, good. actually, they could put it right on Thursdays where Supernatural is now. If it yeah, takes Supernatural's it. place. Um, so, but the next story is one that you were all excited about. I didn't even know this was coming. Yeah, I seen a clip of this when I was just scrolling down. Uh, I think it was IG, and I was like, "Oh wow!" 
So, guys, if you're fans of uh, video games, especially if you're a fan of the Lego video games, this is something These you should These are great buy. games. They're fun. Oh, they're Every fun. one of they them has so been. fun. I, I love them. I still haven't beat the Lego Batman 3 because there's so many characters you have I think to we're so, we've It's been a couple months, but we're still working on the Harry Potter, the first one. Oh, okay. Season, years one through four, I believe. I, I want to... There's so many Lego... I want to buy all the Lego games if I get well, a see, chance Well, see, this, so. this is one of those... Do yourself a favor. If you have um, PlayStation Network yep. or Xbox yep. Live... Yep. Check for free every, games. Well, check free games, but also every two or three months, all the Lego games out there go on sale so, for like five mm-hmm. bucks each. That's when I buy two or three. What should them. I buy? Oh, uh, which one did I buy? I bought one recently for five bucks. I can't yeah. remember what it was. But pick up a couple of them. There, you're not going to be sorry about this. This is just fun. Sit down, pick up, and play games. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one is uh, DC Super Villains. Now, it seems I don't know the exact premises, but it seems like you can play. The the story's gonna be based on the villains in this game. Okay. Um, now I'm just gonna go over who they're added, who they've added to the game because these are more characters than we got in the first one. Of course, we're getting Reverse Flashback, Gorilla Grodd, but and Catwoman, but we're getting an addition with uh, Livewire. Okay. We're also getting Wonder Woman in her new 52 or new Rebirth costume. We are also getting the Crime Syndicate. Oh, nice from Earth Two. Yes, we have. Uh, Crime Syndicate was Earth Two, right? Yeah. Okay. And we have, of course, Ultraman, uh, Superwoman. Um, uh, what is the Flash? The Evil Flash. Oh, that's what I'm trying the to find. Night here. Owl is there. Um, there is an oh, evil cyborg, is. evil Green Owl Lantern, Man, uh, Johnny Quick. Yes. Um, Power Ring, and it looks like now we're even adding the Sea King and uh, the other one is Cyborg I'm not yeah, sure yeah the evil Cyborg it's not saying his name those two I don't think I've seen in the but I don't know uh, now he was the he was in the latest uh, the uh, Injustice 2 game you okay. can use him as a DLC skin so this is our Justice League look like from the Rebirth comic books and then you also have uh, Lex Luthor in his new Superman uh, outfit. Of course, Holly Quinn Joker is returning. And then uh, Macy, is his name Macy? Uh, Mercy. Mercy. And, of course, you get uh, Scarecrow and the Riddler, Darkseid, Deathstroke. Uh, those were they were in the other games, but we're going to get more villains in here, so I'm very curious being on a, what's the rest of them going to do. Being that this like. is a uh, Lego game, there's going to be at least 100 to 150 characters you can mm. unlock and play. It might be 200. Uh, I forget what it was. I think it might have been close to 200 on the last one. Maybe I'm over exaggerating. I don't I think, think it was that. Usually, it's right around 100, 100 that you can. Once you unlock them all, you can play. Oh man, it's so hard. <laughs> and this one, the, I don't have the time. The for cover it. that they show on this one is actually for the um, Nintendo Switch, so it's coming to Switch, but it'll be coming to PlayStation awesome. and Xbox also and PC. <laughs> so um, everybody can play this. <coughs> do you need some water, Ken? No, I'm good you, at the moment. Do you need any Nyquil? Well, I guess I should have taken some before the show. <laughs> Maybe you should have took for a show. I think you'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, well that's that was actually news. the end of our news stories. Yeah. So from there, we actually get into some um, actual comics reviews. Yes. Which one do you want to do first? Let's do No Justice Part 2. All right. Now, I just, today I read No Justice 1 and 2, and I realized why when I first read No Justice 3, mm-hmm. it felt like I was they had jumped around somehow and I missed something. <laughs> well, then I finally realized, oh, wait, I had only read half of Injustice or No Justice Part 2. That's why I missed some. <laughs> so I did see it all the way now. Now, the end of No Justice 1 left us with... Um, Brainiac had put the teams together, had brought them to Kalu, and told them the story of the um, the Titans, mm-hmm. or the, the Omega Titans, which are these four ancient cosmic gods that um, represent entropy, wisdom, wonder, and mercy. 
and they had all um, they had planted seeds throughout the cosmos, trying to figure out which one was strongest. And what it is is they wait a oh. light, wait for the end of the universe. We'll get to okay. um, part two in just a minute. When they wait um, for the lifetime of the universe to let these seeds grow, because they wanted to know which one was stronger, whichever seed was the strongest, that Titan gets to just eat that world mm-hmm. and take Sound, and destroy the. Sounds planet. a little familiar. So um, we have the four teams of um, wisdom, entropy, mystery, and oh, what was the other one? Um, um, entropy, wisdom, wonder, and mystery. Yep. And they have to, they're on Kalu, which is the Brainiac's homeworld, and they have to basically um, make sure all the trees are at even power mm-hmm. so that the Titans don't destroy Kalu because Brainiac has already fixed it so that as soon as the, ti- the Omega Titans are done with Kalu, they're heading for Earth. Right, yeah, they're always coming to Earth. Well, No Justice Part 2 opens up with Amanda Waller driving up to the Arctic Circle. Because at the end of... Well, the other thing that happens at the end of No Justice 1 is... Um, she blows up Brainiac. She, when Brainiac was um, on Earth, she got together all the the strongest psychics on the planet mm-hmm. to basically download all the information out of his brain. And in doing so, and the, Yes, by doing that, she destroyed Brainiac. Um, so, so everybody's now. reeling, and part two, they're reeling from him being destroyed, but... We get her going to the North Pole for some, or the Arctic Circle for some reason, meeting up with uh, with Green Arrow. Then we kick back to Kalu, which is where the and um, Green Arrow is actually looking for the Justice League. Yeah, and he's like, "Where are my Justice League at? Where are they?" Well, in Planet Kalu, and then the, it says here the Planet Kalu, where the Justice League is. <laughs> <laughs> and we see Beast Boy um, and the rest of the Titans trying to fight back uh, these. Yeah, and all the Kaluans are running for their lives because you can see the ti- the Omega Titans standing over the city, and uh, so they've finally figured out together that okay, Brainiac could put the we don't have Brainiac's plan anymore. He was the only one that knew how to destroy these guys. Right. So now they're just going off of what they do best: be heroes. Exactly. And as so we said before, not all of them are heroes, but right now today they are all. They heroes. To all be part of the Justice League, and Brainiac had already chosen teams. So like, okay, well, in order for us to figure out what Brainiac's plan was. We need to just work off the teams that he already had set up. Right. Um, and now we go back to Earth, and uh, Green Arrow and Amanda Wall are discussing what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. She says, I'm on a mission. If you really want to just take me out and not hear me, I, just shoot me. And, he, of course, he's not going to shoot her. He's just trying to get answers out, and he's not letting her leave until he gives her some answers. So exactly. she uses some type of uh, weapon to tie him up and... Now they're just going back and forth about what's going on up in space. And he she's at, well, says, she actually tells him before he gets to that part. She tells him what happened with the um, what she found out from Brainiac, how the Justice League had just broke the Source Wall mm-hmm. and let in these um, huge, basically cosmic gods that want to destroy everything. And then she says, um, "If I let you go, to, and there's no Justice League here, what are you going to do? Get the rest of the superheroes to fight these guys? They're all the B team." And he looks mm-hmm. at her and says, "Oh, you don't know." Yeah. She went um, radio silent before she found out the rest of the superheroes that are left on Earth have all been put into stasis, stasis. by Brainiac. Yep. He did not want so to. So there's nobody out. left on Earth except for him. Yeah, Brainiac always has a plan up his sleeve, regardless. Mm hmm. Now we get to see the Tree of Entropy, the 
Tree of Wonder, the Tree of Mystery, and Tree of Wisdom, which each team is divided up into as Brainiac had them, and, and each one to uh, go after. Yeah, they're each trying to figure out how to either start their tree or um, diminish it, because the Tree of Wisdom is the strongest one on Kalu, because Kalu um, is all of, they're all full of Brainiacs. Right. That's the smartest planet in the universe. So, of course, the Tree of Wisdom is the strongest one there. And um, the teams are going and, and fighting, and it seems like John Jones and uh, Starro, since they have this psychic ability, they can feel what's going on in the tree. Mm-hmm. And then we uh, turn to the others. Of course, Batman and his team are just fighting off the best way they can when we get one of the most awesome pages. Now, you got to think about this. We have Batman, Lex Luthor, uh, Deathstroke, and Lobo on the team with... And Beast Boy. Beast Boy. Now, Beast Boy this is the lightest... This is team entropy. Heart- right. Now, he's the most lighthearted character on the team. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really fit. And he's... They're in fighting mode, and he's like, why am I on this team with all you dark, like, characters? What, what am I supposed to do here? Then they... Lobo and all of them, Batman tells them, the reason why Brainiac put you with us because you can shapeshift. You have all these different animals inside of you. Get creative. What's the yeah. most scary monster and big bad monster well, you can turn into? Like, entropy... And um, now, Beast Boy is trying to figure out what. Why is he on Team Entropy? Right. So Luthor breaks it down. What is Entropy? Let me see the. It's yeah, right where here was somewhere. that? So Entropy, he says, because um, Beast Boy thinks Entropy is just evil. Right. He's like, and no, Luthor no, 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 says, no, no, no. Entropy isn't evil. It's chaos. It's the natural decay of all things. It's pathology. It's chaos. And that's what they need to reignite the tree. That's why the tree is actually growing out of the um, the largest prison on Kalu. And I thought it was funny how uh, Deathstroke even said, this is why a Teen Titan should sit at the adult table. And then Lobo gives him a little teeny speech. He says, maybe the maybe you're on the team because you can go crazy. Uh, Deathstroke. Well, no, he says maybe you're on Team Crazy. Or Team Crazy. Um, Deathstroke over there uh, is using all his uh, their sasses and like that. You're going to have to just let go and throw yourself and his one good eye and not have a flying frag about what happens. Exactly. And Beast so Boy says, says oh, I try. can do that. Be the scariest thing you can think of. And he creates this giant, like, 20-foot giant lion-type beast. Lion mixed in with, like, uh, reptilian skin and... And, like, chicken legs. and I mean, he just basically became a mixture of all the animals yeah. he could think of. He got like he has, like, a dinosaur tail. Beast Boy looks awesome in here. And he just goes... And this is what Lobo right loves him. it. So Lobo's like, okay, now throw me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they start smashing and smash, smashing open cages and stuff. But the entropy is not changing at all for some reason. Um, and then when we get to the end, we'll find out why. But then we find the other teams. Um, team, uh, what is that? Team Wonder. Yeah, Team Wonder is all your magical characters, mm-hmm. and their magic is way diminished. And then they realize that the reason that... Um, now, the Tree of Wonder is in... It looks like a graveyard on Kalu. Of course, they but, would go there. And what it is, is it's built on the graves of the uh, magicians, the former magicians of Kalu, which had been... Kalu had moved away from magic eons and eons ago, so their magic has actually been... Uh, way diminished they don't have the power they once had we had we get to uh team mystery yeah team mystery which is now um team wonder was dr fate wonder woman zatanna raven and etrigan mm-hmm. and team mystery is starro sinestro <laughs> starfire uh martian manhunter and uh superman yes basically the aliens <laughs> they found um team mystery has found Oh, wait, that's not even in this one. It's uh, in the next one, isn't it? Yeah. Or no, did we pass the page Which where they found out where um, 
where the tree of mystery is. It's in here. Yeah, we passed it. That was the one. Yeah, that we passed right by it. Now they find there's a there's a like some kind of a um, barrier underneath the tree of mystery. You find out inside of this is a giant library type thing, and it's hundreds and hundreds of worlds in bottles. Not just like the city of Candor was at one point in a bottle. Right. Well, this entire world, an entire planet's inside of shrunken bottles around the Tree of Mystery. And so they find out, in order, they figure out in order to fire up the Tree of Mystery, they have to release these. Because um, John says that, um, that um, they are, in order to actually um, do this, they have to free these worlds because these worlds have all been trapped in um, stasis, basically. For millennia, and this so is they, why no one knows what's going to happen if you release these because no one, no one even remembers these planets worlds existed. And this is why it's so hurting John's brain right now because mm-hmm. he can hear all their thoughts. So is Starro, but Starro's used to taking over worlds. Like but this, that's so why it's to him. that's what makes it a mystery because you don't know what's going to happen when you release these. Right. So they got to figure out how to release these planets without destroying the planet they're on. And now we get back to Team Entropy. Of, uh-huh. well, of course, we also get uh, Team Wisdom fighting back. They really don't have too big of a part. Yeah, right not now. yet. The Team Wisdom will, but we. Do do know that the tree of wisdom is growing out of the um, the world's data bank on Kalu, basically the uh, the center of, center intelligence of Kalu, mm-hmm. the All AI from Kalu. Right now, yeah, and, and that is the strongest one. So they got to figure out how to reverse that one. And now uh, Team Entropy is uh, cracking into their tree a little bit, and there's someone in there, mm-hmm. and someone comes out. Well, and before says, we get to that part, we got to flip back to Earth. Oh. Amanda because, Waller and, and uh, um, Green Arrow and Waller are still trying to uh, work together a little bit. Yeah, trying to. Well, Waller tells Green Arrow straight up the whole story, and he basically decides, okay, well, if you're right, how do we fix this? Or what do we do to help them um, that are gone at this point? And um, she find, she says find, they find the cosmic seed that's been planted on Earth. Mm-hmm. Which, in her, she said that if we can get to it before it gets activated, we can stop them from coming here. We'll have a fine chance. The problem is, they find the seed, and it's starting to grow already. Mm-hmm. Big problem. Mm-hmm. Now we get back to uh, Team Entropy. And yeah, they're... Team Entropy finds out why they had to go to this prison. Right. And where the center of entropy is at in this. And once they open in there, there's some voice saying, you are all idiots, you should have run from here the second uh, you were free to do so. And you see that they've just released... Vril Dox, which is a character that's been in been around for a while. For He's a while. At, he was in the Supergirl um, TV series also, was remember? And I believe was the first it? or second season he was in. But he said his father gave him the name Brainiac, Brainiac. 2.0. Yep. So he's his. He's the son of uh, he Brainiac. He is the son of Brainiac. I never knew that, but... And that's the end of No Justice Part 2. Oh, no. Yeah, he's always... Okay, yeah, he has always been um, Brainiac 2, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, Okay. Well, next up, we get a, a No Justice Part 3. Yes. You got a minute to put, you need a minute to pull it out? Yeah, I, <laughs> yes, I do. Uh, now, for this, it's, for me, the story is, um, the story is actually, uh, messed up. the story is a lot better now that I've actually read all of yeah, Part 2. Yeah, that's when you said that I read, I was like, I don't, but the art like, style I don't for, see anything wrong with yeah. besides the drawings look a little too It does too feel, the, the whole thing feels a little bit rushed, but that's because they're trying to put it all into a four-part story. Right. Um, but as of right now, um, the, the only thing that's good is the art style in this is not my favorite art style. So I don't hate it, but it's really cartoonish for some of them. And it seems like some of them get more and more splotchy. Yeah, is a little more, bit. Um, now let me see. Is the Has it been the same art artist the whole time? 
we get Francis Manipole and Marcus Toe for, yeah, because this one, issue two, I had no problem with your art on this. I didn't either. It was once issue three came in, I was like, Ugh. Issue one was a little bit strange for me, which, let me see if it's the same artist. They may be changing artists as we go. Yeah, just Francis Manipole was the first one. So I'm thinking Marcus Toe is the one that I liked better in there. Then for issue number three, we're, uh, yeah, we get Riley uh, Rosmo and Marcus Toe. So they're changing artists as we go, and this issue three feels a lot more like a cartoon. It looks like a cartoon. Yeah, it really, really does. But we start off with... Oh, he wasn't... What? Where is he? You're looking up Vril Docs, you're trying to get a picture of him? I was trying to see where was he in Supergirl. Come he on was now. in the first or second season. Uh, he was there. Oh. Don't worry. Okay. need to rewatch that. Uh, hit images real quick. They should bring up a live action image of him. You'll remember him when you Is actually him? see him. No, that's not him. I don't think. Are you sure it was that... Long? I know he was there. Well, there's, they didn't even have a list of them on the show, but eh, whatever. Because hmm. I remember when I saw it, I'm like, wait a minute, I don't. who's this character? Hmm. Because there's um, three Brainiacs I believe they've had on the show. If Real Docs was one of them, I believe. Maybe not him. Maybe I'm wrong, but I could have swore he was. Hmm. Um, but I know we've we had... Um, we had uh, Brainiac 5. I, I know yeah, Brainiac, been on there. Brainiac 5's been on there. We also had, um, oh, who was it? The female Brainiac... Yeah, uh, um, Laura Vanderhort played her. Yeah, um, she was yeah the blue looking. Thing. Uh, was that was she supposed to be a brainiac? was it Indigo or something? Yeah, Indigo, Indigo. And she was a clue, and she was a Brainiac, right? Uh, so, um, but anyways. let's get into the, the No Justice number three. We start off with Team Mystery, and uh, they're trying to figure out. We have Starro and John Jones trying to wake up these worlds. You get to, um, then from there we get to see Team Entropy grabbing a hold of, um, Vril Docs and saying, wait a minute, you're Brainiac's kid, maybe you can figure out what his story, what his plan was the right. whole time. And, um, they, they, uh, punt, <laughs> Lobo goes toe-to-toe with him, they're not mm-hmm. liking him right now, because he's gonna have something up his sleeve, and he's just like, I'm not even gonna help you guys. He's basically saying... Yeah, I'm getting out of here. Yeah, he's basically telling them, this was your fault anyways. This was a human's fault, the Earthling's fault. Yeah. You guys should deal with this. I'm getting out of here, because my dad, uh, found something in you that he cannot understand why he would even want to help these beings. Um, back on Earth, of course, the seed is getting bigger and bigger. Growing, yes. Um, so Amanda Waller and, of course, uh, Arrow go back at it, and they're not agreeing with each other, saying this nuclear weapon should be destroyed and just kill all of us. And he's like, um, no, we should save the world because we're heroes. And she yeah. pulls a gun out on him again, and he draws his arrow on her. Yeah, he says, we, she's, she's saying, we just need to destroy this seed. Yeah, and, um, no, there could be repercussions for that. Yeah, I, don't think it would, I don't think they'd be able to destroy it anyway. I don't think so either, but that's her plan right now. Now you get back to Team Wonder, and they're at the tomb of a... Uh, the Tomb of Science, uh... Tomb of the Science pl- Priests. Of, uh, Plan Kalu. And we get them starting to fight these weird, uh, zombie, ghost-type creatures. And they're finding they, um... They're, once again, they're still talking about how their magic is having a lot of pro- problem right now. They, they're losing all their power. But they find out with Wonder Woman, um... They need to figure out... Wonder Woman's magic doesn't come from any... It comes from love and faith yeah. and belief. Yeah. So she, they let her know that um, she doesn't know, or she said, Wonder Woman says, I don't know if there's any raw magic in me like you guys. 
Because her a lot of the other ones have magic already built into right. them. Right. Etrigan, of course. Zantana's one of the strongest ones. So mm-hmm. is Dr. Faye and Raven. But she says, I don't know if there's any um, mag- raw magic in me like you, but I've been blessed by the gods, by wondrous forces I've never understood. I can f- And she can feel the tree calling to her, um, to something inside of her. Um, whatever it is, she refuses to be afraid of it. And she uh, basically wraps the tree up and... For wonder, she says, and mm-hmm. it actually works. Exactly. She takes um, and believes that it will happen. She takes her lasso, wraps the tree in it, and um, uses the power of the lasso and um, her belief in it to actually reignite the magic in the tree. And this, yeah, this, Harley Quinn in this next page looks I terrible. I mean, I you cringe looking at it. I I mean, I'm trying to get through it. Ow. Uh, well, now we're with Team Wisdom, the uh, core d- uh, data bank and Plan Kalu, as we were discussing. Now, Cyborg's going to have to be the one to power himself in here, because remember, from Dark Knight Metal, he basically is better than a mother box. Mm-hmm. He has everything in him in the universe. The problem is that um, there's something stopping him from being able to actually link up with the data bank. Um, and now we're, oh, and now we're, he's trying to tap into, and can hear the ping, ping, ping of the mother box right mm-hmm. now. Um and they're trying, and the t- power starting to dim in the city and going straight to the tree and cyborg. And now it's showing him something, and it's a seed. It looks like the planet cosmos of the fruit that the tree is uh, says is important to them, but they just can't quite understand it yet. And it is draining um, cyborgs. Now they're calling out to Team Mystery. And now Team Mystery has figured out that um, Sinestro can actually use his ring to build a barrier around all these planets and get them off-world before they all expand. Mm-hmm. Which he really still doesn't want to do, but he's like, okay. No, he's not happy about this, but it's something he can do. Mm-hmm. And they realize that she can, he can um, do something about it. And uh, Starfire realizes, wait a minute, she recognizes one of the worlds. He says, no, we have to do this. Because mm-hmm. she finds the planet Tamarind, her home world is actually here. and um, Which is a big thing, because last I heard, Tamarind was actually um, still out there somewhere, I thought. Yeah. And now we also have a Starro. He's going to be able to um, calm their minds so they're not too worried, all the planets in there. Mm-hmm. But as they're doing this, they... Um, wait a minute. Um, also, as they're telling uh, Sinestro to put this bear around, he also says, me doing so, I have no idea what I'm about to release. Mm-hmm. But as each of them have started up, the, um, started up their tree, the team is going back... Um, the team is, the teams are all getting back together and checking out or going back to fight these titans. Um, they try to keep them away and let Cyborg get into the Tree of Wonder. And he's trying his best to get in Or there. the Tree of Wisdom. Wisdom, yeah. To slow it down. And now they're all fighting this one of the titans. I, I forget. It doesn't say exactly which It's the titan. Wisdom Titan. It's the Wisdom Titan, okay. But, um, but one of the ways they're able to do this is they, um, I believe it's, they use, uh, let me see here. Well, no, someone gets sacrificed. Well, yeah, it's um, Starro, but I believe they use uh, Adam's power to increase the size of Starro so he can actually get onto the Titan's head and try to take control of the Titan. Oh, okay, okay, that's what he did. Now, at some point it says what the, how they do it. Oh, he says, um, the t- tiny man, uh, this frequency of your dwarf star in your belt and fire me, uh, fire me, fire the energy at me. 
I will do as I... <laughs> I do feel like a Titan now. And he laughs as he's getting ready to conquer this Titan, he thinks. Mm-hmm. But once he gets on him, everyone now is getting off the planet, evacuating with everyone also in Kalu while Starro's uh, buying them time. He thinks he's going to conquer this Titan, but as they're all getting out of there just in time, Starro gets ripped in half by this Titan. Yeah. Starro's destroyed by the Titan, but by doing that, he, the Titan actually explodes. Yes. And uh, the planet explodes, too. Mm-hmm. And now everyone's in space. Now we get back to Earth, and as Amanda Waller and Arrow are having their stare down right now, they both fire, and he releases his arrow. Her bullet um, doesn't uh, come off her gun because... No, because he actually shot her arrow, her bullet. Or her her, um, her gun. gun, so he got stuck and jammed in there. And at that same time it happens, it's too late because whatever is going off that frequency is killing their ears right now. And all the satellites uh, are now being boosted, the signals to locate the Green Lantern core. So how? So Ollie is trying to, Green Arrow, is trying to contact uh, Hal Jordan and the rest of the Green Lantern core. But as all this is going on, the trees are growing outside of Star Labs, Bell Rev, the Tower of Fate, and the Fortress of Solitude. So you can see that Star Labs obviously is going to be the Tree of Wonder on Earth. Mm. Uh, the one of the Fortress of Solitude is probably the um, Tree of Mystery. The Tree of Wonder will be at the Tower of Fate, and Bell Rev will be the Tree of Entropy. Yep. And that leads us into uh, Part Four mm-hmm. that we're going to review next week. And the Titans are there on Earth. Yeah, and this is now this part I think is where. Um, but there's only three Titans left because the Titan of Wisdom. Already and blew up. Got his world and blew him and blew up. Um, but I think this is now taking place where um, was that the the previews were showing for No Justice. Uh, we got Nishi Nations Zero um, Nation. Well, yeah, they were showing a preview of what's going on with all this. Yeah, I think this is where it fell in line for that. Okay. Well, moving on from there, we do want to get into because this is one of the greatest Flash stories I've seen since Rebirth. Yeah, I agree. Flash since Rebirth for me has been okay, mm-hmm. but this part one of Flash War, I love this book. It reminds me so much, because, well, part because this is a Wally West story. Um, Barry and Wally together, mm-hmm. this is uh, 50-50. Now, uh, do you want to start this off with me or go? Uh, go ahead, man. Um, now, they're like in a storm. I'll interrupt desert. you as you go anyway. Okay. <laughs> as usual. Um, now, do not restart. Sorry. Another time my computer wants to restart on me. Ah. Um, now, Wally and Barry are in like this desert area with a storm brewing, and they're just bickering, saying, uh, you did all this. This happened because of you. After everything Earbod took from your mother, how could you do this, is what Barry's telling Wally. Wally tells him, if that was true, um, you'd be going with me, and you would have saved them but you don't know how to do this. You just run with it now. Well, I'll make sure you never run again, Barry. That was scary. Yeah, well, then we go back 47 minutes and 18 seconds earlier. And we get Iris and... um, New New Wally. Wally. Yes, remember, we we have um, Classic Wally, or Wally Classic and New Wally. Wally. So we get New Wally sitting here with Iris working on his motorcycle, and you find Iris is much of a gearhead as he is. He is, Mm mm-hmm. Seeing this, too, I'm like, okay, they definitely mixed both mm-hmm. of the Wallys for the TV show. Now, the, it talks about, um, you hear on the radio talking about um, how the Flash was helping um, with an earthquake. Um, and it says it looks like there was actually two Flashes that were helping stop a tidal wave. Um, and then, so Iris tells Wally, can you just turn it off for me? He said, and she says, um, and the, Wally, um, Wally says, well, should I go help them? And she says, no, let, they need to handle this themselves and figure out what's going on. 
What's the matter? I'm trying to make sure my computer doesn't. Uh, oh, reset. okay. Um, take a different time for it. Um, then you get Wally and Barry just uh, new or classic Wally and Barry flying in. And um, he says, I lost you back there for a second, Wally. And he says, uh, he's the, <laughs> Wally always takes him to be the fastest. He still got there. And they said, that Wally, Wally, I'm sorry. Um, Iris says they both always have trouble with running late. And they start checking out the bike and everything that they've been working on. Wally is giving the new Wally some help. And then this is right when he starts having this weird seizure thing that's going on in his head. Exactly. Like, the memories are coming back. And we're actually getting stuff. These are images I remember from back mm-hmm. when I was 90s, in the 90s. Yeah, this is the hooked arm Aquaman. Uh-huh. Well, Kyle- that's actually, that is a new stylized version of a panel that was actually in JLA number one. Oh. When Grant Morrison was writing Okay. It. Um, and that, was the, that was the um, JLA team when Morrison took over in the mid-90s. Right, and that's, that was my era mm-hmm. when I uh, remember that. And the flash that they show here is... Uh, the Wally. Wally, because it's the darker crimson with the white eyes. Mm-hmm. And with Kyle Rayner in the background there. Mm-hmm. And he's like, something's happening, Barry. I don't know what's going on. Um, yeah, Wally collapses, or classic Wally collapses, and um, mm-hmm. he has blue lightning in his eyes. And then you hear someone says, Mrs. Iris... Miss- um, Iris West, by the order of the thermal courts, you are now temporal under arrest. Temporal courts. Or temporal courts, you are now under arrest for the murder of Earbart Thawne. And now, we- this is the 21st Century Reverse Flash Task Force team, a.k.a. the Renegades, which is Commander Cold, Golden uh, Guardian, Weather Warlock, Heatstroke, and Mirror uh, Mar- Monarch 2. Which we know is a new future version of the Rogues, which would have been Captain Cold, Golden Glider, uh, Weather Wizard, um, Heat, Heat Wave, Wave, and, and Mirror Master. Um, and as they see this, you see all... I like how they showed every single one of them going into their Flash costumes. You get... Uh, I'm going to say Barry Allen's Flash, Wally West's Flash, and a Kid Flash. Yeah. Well, Barry actually uses the ring, the ring still, and they're using the Speed but Force. But the two Wallys have theirs... Yeah, and the Speed Force that generates the suit. Now... Looking at this, at the rogues here, I still want to see um, the rogues be the villains, the the classic together rogues be the villains of a season of The Flash on TV. Oh, everyone's been talking, every fan that's been watching this show been talking about it. Bring Captain Cold back somehow. Yeah. Bring in Golden Glider, bring in Weather Wizard, bring in Heat um, Heat Bring back Heat Wave. Yeah, bring back Heat Wave. But they'd have to somehow figure out a way to flip it on its ear because Heat Wave has been kind of redeemed into an anti-hero. Basically three of them have, to be honest. Golden Golden Guardian, I'm reading this, Golden Glider has two by Mm -hmm. the end of whatever. Weather Wizard is dead, I believe, isn't he? Now, Mirror Master... One of the Weather Wishes did. The second one is still alive, I think. Mirror Master is still out there. there. But, um, and they used him in, like, one episode, but it was almost like a throwaway thing, because he wasn't even the villain of that episode. No. It It was, was well, it was him and Top, and then you had, uh, of course, Savitar in there. Yeah. It was like a waste of using Weather, or Mirror Master. They could have done so much more with that character. I think he had had one episode, I think, with him in there. But he wasn't even the main villain for that episode, because it was... Him and Top. used it to... Yeah, him and Top... But they were using it to um, further the Savitar story. Well, no, no, they they had their own episode. Then they came back for um, that one. The first one was just them. That one, <laughs> you sure? Was, yeah, but it still had something to do with the um, villain for that season. Maybe that one was more focused on the second time they brought them back. That was more of a Savitar yeah. episode. Well, we do get the three flashes trying to um, stop and say, "There's no way you're but, taking Iris with us." And Wally, with you. classic Wally, Leary just scoops up his aunt and just starts zooming. And Barry and New Wally, are like, "What are you doing? We fight. Why are mm-hmm. you running?" But right now, Barry, Wally does not have the best brain going in his head right now. 
she tells him to stop put me down you do not run from a fight remember you never run from a fight and then the other flashes catch up with them they start going at it but yeah because the, the reverse things, rogues are flying after chasing after him one of the funny things i see here is uh golden uh guardian has a sinestro ring it looks like a yes. She's wearing the wrong hand. Oh, it is a, that is a Sinestro ring because it shows the symbol. Yeah, also she's wearing the wrong hand. Well, that doesn't matter. <laughs> um, and she brings out the fear of everyone else, which is Zoom, uh, Reverse Flash, and Reverse Flash, but it's the New 52 version, which the is... The Daniel West, which is um, yeah, New Wally's father. Uncle. Father, father, yes, father. Um, and they start going at it, and then um, Barry tells him, I've been here before, I've seen these Sinestros before. Because that's over- where you get the thing there where it's Wally saying, Dad? Right. And um, he's saying, just overcome your fear and you'll be able to defeat them. And then you get <laughs> uh, Iris on her motorcycle that she was helping uh, new Wally fix, and she says, no one takes out my family. She gets on there and starts mowing them down with that motorcycle. Mm-hmm. Right as they're fighting, uh, classic Wally's having these seizures again, and Barry's like, we. I told you you should have went back to Star Labs to get yourself checked out instead of fighting all the time. Yeah. And then, well, as they're having these problems, all of a sudden, um, the Commander Cold says, well, Renegade, step down for a second, because he recognizes what's going on with Wally. And it's actually called the temples, Temporal Caesars. This happens yeah. when your time traveler uh, gets everything in basically a time stream mixed up in his head, and they're all trying to come back and be one and mm-hmm. be whole. Yeah, it's when uh, it's from time travel or someone who change or changes in time, mm-hmm. and it says that specifically his memories have been splintered, and are causing damage to his nervous system. <laughs> now it says the readings that um, this is all Commander Cold speaking. It says the readings I saw at the Flash Museum, the unusual changes in time, it's all connected, which we saw in um, Flash Annual number one. And he says, but Iris realizes, wait, you guys can help him, right? He says, I can help you. He says, yes. I'll only help you if you do the one order we asked why we came here. Come with us and pay for your crime against the murder of mm-hmm. your Barthon. And she says, okay, I'll go with you as long as you can save my nephew because that's how, you know. Yeah, that's works. how it's supposed to be. But um, And then everybody's like, wait, 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 wait. You can't take her without us. And Barry says, take me as a witness. And Commander Cold says straight up, I don't care who comes with us as long as she does. Right. So all the flashes go on a time road trip slash thingy except for Wally. Wally stays behind. New Wally. Or no, old, old Wally stays behind. No, old Wally goes. Wait a minute. Oh, no, then all of them went there. Where did he go? Wait. Oh yeah, all three of all three flashes go. Okay, there we are. Well, oh, that's what happened. Okay, that's what happened. They all go, but for some reason, classic Wally gets zapped somewhere else in that world. Yeah. And he They all show up and they actually show up at the Temporal Courts in the 25th century. Mhm. But classic Wally went somewhere else and he's like, "I don't know where I am." Iris, Barry, where am I? Is this real? Oh, wait, who is this? Everyone here looks like they've been forgotten. And it's the Flash Museum. Mm-hmm. Now, this is something we thought was really cool. You yeah. have uh, your yeah. Jesse Quick. You have your Impulse Bar Allen. You have your, oh, I'm forgetting what's this. The blue Max one. Mercury. Thank you, Max Mercury. Then on the screen he's going by, he's seen all these different statues of his uh, speech to relatives. Then he looks at this monitor, and you see him with... Um, his, Linda. Thank you, Linda and uh, his children. And he's like, wait a minute, I have kids with Linda? This can't be possible. Mm-hmm. Then but it vo- says, the, um, and then a voice is telling him, you can still be the hero they need, but the only way to save your family is to destroy the Speed Force. Mm-hmm. And the person that's telling him this is um, uh, Professor Zoom. Well, he says, my name is Hunter Zolomon, but you can call me Zoom. 
And together we are going to save your children and with the two him, mantles are, of his yeah, children. Um, two statues are um, the costumes of Jay and Iris West. Exactly. So it lo- looks like we may be at the end of this possibly going to get Wally's family back. I hope so. Which would be great because I really I never read with Wally's family. Well, more for me, more <laughs> importantly, we can get Bar Allen back. Yeah. Well, all these when I was reading in the nineties before I um, stopped reading for a while, uh, Impulse was there, mm-hmm. and um, Wally had actually tra- handed off Impulse to Max Mercury, which was the Zen master of the Speed Force. Right. And uh, so w- Max was teaching Bart, but um, they, Wally and um, and Linda had not been married yet, so they didn't have any kids yet. And I, so I've not read any of that stuff yet. So I would love to be able to see this and actually see their see them back together. Okay, I would just like to see it. Period. Yeah. So, but that brings us to the end of um, reviews for this week. Um, no justice. Like I said, after reading uh, the finish of issue two, it's getting it's better. Mm-hmm. It still feels a little rushed for me. Oh yeah, it was still rushed for me too. I was just saying, like at the time, I was like, I understand what's going on now, but. Now, um, also, Super Friends, do yourself a favor. If you've not been reading Detective, but um, if you've been keeping track of Detective at all, pick up 981, because 981, it feels, it's basically James Tinney and the fourth wrapping up the story is what it feels like. Because um, it brings to a close everything that he started with the beginning of Rebirth, all of the little threads he put out there with um, Team Batman and the Belfry and all that stuff gets brought back together and wrapped up nice and neat in this. And we get to see where they could possibly be moving ahead from here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, keep up the reading, guys. Exactly. But from there, we have one more thing that we have to do today. Gotta make a little stop. That's right. And it's time for our weekly trip. And that sound means one thing. It's time for our weekly trip to the comic shop. This week's um, comic shop is for June 6th, 2018, and it is brought to you by the Shazbots. That was their song, Comic Book Shop. You can find them on Facebook and <coughs> and iTunes. Also, go to the Shazbots.com. Let them know that the DC Superpowers podcast sent you. Now, like I said, this is the pull list for June 6th, 2018. There are 13 books on our list for this week, including one number or two number ones. One is the last of our um, new age of DC heroes, but we are also getting Justice League number one, which is the last book we're going to cover mm-hmm. for this time. So you want to start off with the first one? Let me get to it. Uh, you might have to get that one. Okay. Well, the first book we have up on the list is Harley Quinn number 43. And it is, um, it says, when Harley finds herself hammered deep in a paranoid spiral, the last thing she needs is for someone to blow up her favorite bodega. Worse, the only clue she finds seems to indicate that Harley herself was the actual target of the attack. What's a girl to do when she's pushed all of her friends away just as someone decides to kill her? Art is done by Mirka Andolfo, is written by Tim Sebulba. Or Sabella, sorry. And the next one is Batman issue number 48, The Best Man, part one. Batman and Catwoman decide they it might be better to elope and rather go through some big stogie wedding ceremony. Stodgy. Stodgy. 
Sogi's a totally different thing. Yeah, I, I thought that's what he because people do that thing. Um, ceremony, but no sooner do they uh, put their marriage on the fast track than the Joker appears. It's about time we got the real Joker. Seriously. And when the Joker kidnaps the Cape Crusader, will he give his old foe a piece of his mind or bash his brains in? Well, still giving him some type of piece of mm-hmm. mind. <laughs> Art done by Michael Jun and written by Tom King. Well, next up, we get Cyborg number 23. With a covert, with a covert spy leading Cyborg and his giant robots away from their secure base, the formerly secret location of... Chikushu Island is revealed and the dojo is attacked and destroyed. <coughs> the only hope Cyborg has to regenerate his downed giant robots will also rob him of his own powers, which is exactly what McCann X intends. Art is done by Dale Ingersom and it's written once again by Marv Wolfman. There you go. Next issue is Deathstroke issue number 32, Batman versus Deathstroke part 3. When a retired superhero gets caught in the crossfire between the world's greatest detective and DC's most deadliest assassin, could the entire legacy be wiped out? Lines across, when Deathstroke and Batman feud takes the darkest turn yet, and there's no going back. Art is done by Carlo Pugarian and written by Christopher Priest. Okay, so who's the retired superhero? That's what I'm wondering. Because even on the bottom, it doesn't list who it is. I did never do. No, sometimes, wait, 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 I can cheat, I can cheat. Wait, wait, wait. Because I got it here. Uh-oh. Let's see who it is. Well, I'm I, I'm not going to say on the air because I'm I don't want to spoil that for anybody right, else. Right. But uh, I got to see retired. Superhero. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Retired. I don't know who they could do. I'm only as thinking a... of people from Just Society, but we're not really. Yeah, no, we're not there yet. We're in. Um, Here we go. Uh, Doomsday Clock. So. Well, let's move on while we're while I'm looking. I got you. Yeah, see who you got there. <laughs> Next up, we get. Oh Great. no! Is it someone that we've not seen in a while? Really. Is it someone we've not seen in a while? He is old. Who is that? Uh, we'll have to talk about that afterwards uh, yeah. and see. That's okay. Well, we get Green Arrow number 41, Less Than Part 1. At Superman's request, Green Arrow escorts Parasite back to Strikers Island Prison. But Parasite feeds off the superpowers of the other inmates, breaks away from Arrow, and causes a prison riot. On his own, with only the arrows in his quiver, Green Arrow will have to keep all of the villains at bay and take out an overpowered parasite. Art is done by Matt Clark, and it's written by uh, Markhead Scott. Okay. All right, next is Green Lantern's issue number 48, Rebel Run Part 1. The Guardians can no longer stand idly by as Jessica Cruz's ring gains more science. They've seen uh, anomalies with the ring turn Anomalies. Into- anomalies within the ring turn into universal nightmares, and now it's up to the Lantern's Hal Jordan to relieve Jessica of her ring. All right. Okay, I looked up the name of that. I don't recognize that guy at all. I didn't either. All right. Okay, well, next up we get Nightwing number 45. Nightwing investigates a string of murders that at first seemed disconnected. But when signs start to point to the digital underworld, the main streets of Bluthaven begin to transform. So how does a hero like Dick Grayson... Used to using his fists to solve problems, stop a villain he can't get his hands on. Especially when Bluthaven isn't the only thing compromised by a tech implant in the in this new smart city initiative. So is oh, so is Nightwing's mind. It's also compromised, yes. 
Well, Art is done by Christopher uh, Mooneyham and is written by Benjamin Percy. Next is our first number one for the week. Yeah, this is the unexpected issue number one. <laughs> and this was totally unexpected for us. <laughs> yeah. And the aftermath of Dark... No pun intended, or is it? Oh, that was totally intended. <laughs> In the aftermath of Dark Knight Metal, uh, the DC Universe has been uh, forever changed as new heroes are called to the saddles. It made, uh, this is uh, Janet Fowles, Fireband. Once a paramedic... Firebrand. I think I've heard Firebrand. that name before. That's what I'm trying to remember. Sounds familiar. Um, once in the paramedic uh, decided to... Dedicated. Sa- dedicated to saving lives, she must now start a fight once every 24 hours to feed a conflict engine that's replaced in her heart. But Janet's heart isn't just a curse. It's a beacon drawing out of both mysteries, neon unknown, and the seductive uh, Molotov uh, bad Samaritan. One of malevolent them, bad, uh, malevolent Samaritan. Uh, bad Samaritan. One of them wants to cut out her heart, and the other wants to save it. But neither of them knows the true danger hidden within will kick the superhero's manhunt, uh, uh, regaining the Thanagarian Thanagar uh, to deepest heart of the dark multiverse. Now, this wasn't shown in the previews, was it? When they were doing the whole, I don't know. I, stuff. I, I don't, don't remember this, this one being mentioned. I don't remember them or the un, was it the un the new challengers what was that called? new challengers? Uh, no, new challengers was coming. I don't remember the unexpected. Okay, <laughs> maybe that's why. I'm gonna read some of this now, actually, because I'm very curious. Well, well, before you get too far, mm-hmm. the art was done by Kerry Nord and Ryan Sook, and it's written by Steve Orlando. And it's not now the right now. now I was looking. Firebrand is an actual character that's been around for a while. Okay, that's what <laughs> she is an older character though. She's been a member of the Freedom Fighters and the All Star Squadron. So and it's been multiple different characters. There's been five different Firebrands. Janet Falls being the last one. Um, and she's actually the. This is her. Oh no, not to be confused with the unexpected. Okay. Um, yeah, this is the first time Janet Br- Janet Falls has been Firebrand. Uh, Andre Twist was Firebrand, uh, debuted in 2006. Alex Sanchez was Firebrand in 1996. Dan, uh, Dan? Riley yeah. was all the way back in 1981. And Rod Riley w- was in 1941, the original Firebrand. And it looks like the Firebrand appeared in Young Justice episode of Humanity. Okay. Um, so they were. that's the first time they were on there. Let's see, what was the names of the other members of this team? Let me look them up. The other ones they mentioned in here was um, uh, Neon, The Unknown. Why don't you look at Neon, the, un- oh, Neon, the Unknown, okay. and I'll look up Bad Samaritan. That, that's where they were um, in the cartoon. Okay, well, look up Neon, The Unknown, and I will look up, uh, where is it? Here we go. Bad Samaritan. Neon, The Unknown is also an older classic character, too. Um, give me some more information about him. Uh, real name is Thomas Tom uh, Corbett. And the fictional character is in Golden Age of Books. Um, Neon first appeared in Hit Comics issue number one, and he covered on the same issue, and the stories ran through issue number one through 17. What year was that? Um, 1940. Yeah, literally 1940 of July. Wow. So those are both Golden Age characters originally. I'm assuming the other ones um, too. No, they actually, this, the Bad Samaritan is actually a newer character hmm. by that. <laughs> Because Bad Samaritan's first appearance was in Outsiders number three from January of '86. Hmm, okay. So these are all characters that have been around before, and uh, now they're getting a chance to bring them back in. All righty then. Well, we got 
five books left, and um, a couple of these are newer series. One of them is the second of the Prelude to the Wedding Batman series. We have Batman Prelude to the Wedding, Nightwing vs. Hush, number one. Dick Grayson has a lot of responsibility. Being the original partner to Batman, he's the natural choice for, to be Bruce Wayne's best man. So if anyone has to get to the wedding, it's going to be him. Too bad Hush has other plans. And maybe Bruce Wayne does, too. Art is done by Travis Moore and is written by Tim Seeley. Next we have Man of Steel, issue number two. Which an, uh... <clears throat> With for arsonist loose in Metropolis, Superman's powers are almost useless in finding the culprit. And back in the Daily Planet, everyone wants to know what's going on with Lois Lane. How can Clark hold on to the secret of what happened to Lois and John much longer? Art's done by Ivan Doc uh, Snar Char, Do- Doc, Doc Shanner. Shanner and uh, written by Brian Evan Michael Doc Shanner. And then Brian Michael Bendis, yeah. I see. I haven't read issue number one yet, so I don't know what. Neither happened. have I. Well, next up, I did read the issue before this. Which one we got? This is here? Wonder Woman Annual you number did. two. Yeah, I didn't get this one. Starlight. This is now, this is an, Wonder Woman Annual, so it's going to be a standalone story pretty much. An enormous divine threat has the Star Sapphires in its sight. Now, this is the first we've seen the Star Sapphires since before or Rebirth. Rebirth. Yeah, because that was the Darkest Night or Brightest mm-hmm. Day, uh, one of those story arcs or both. The only Wonder Woman or uh, has the Star Sapphires in its sight. And only Wonder Woman can protect them. She wields their ring. She wielded their ring before, but the core has changed since then, and is even and even uh, is even their combined power enough to stop a god. Art is done by Mark Lamming, and is written by James Robinson. Next is Curse of Brimstone, issue number three. It's tragic enough when Brimstone's town was set on fire at his own hands, but now his father. Turning Joe into Brimstone was just for fun. The salesman now holds Joe's father hostage as well. This sounds really familiar. Mm-hmm. Brimstone uh, must fight the salesman's ice creatures that hound uh, the hound to save his father from uh, the clutches from her clutches or her. Okay. Yeah, it's the salesman's ice creatureess. Ah, creatureess. That's why. But without knowing exactly what his uh, firepower is willed, how can Brimstone be sure he won't accidentally destroy another town or himself? Well, that's the whole point. They want him to destroy more towns. Mm-hmm. Art done by Philip Tan, covered by Philip Tan just because of the same guy, and also Justin Jordan is the writer. And then we get to come to the brand new spanking Justice Nice League. and pretty and shiny Justice League number one. That's on the table, but she fell. Yeah. Well, we get the totality, part one. A brand new era begins here. Comics legend Scott Snyder and Jim Chung, Jim Chung launched the Justice League into the, a cosmos-shaking mystery that will draw out their most terrible foes in ways our heroes couldn't possibly imagine. In this debut issue, Martian Manhunter struggles to protect the team from an incoming threat that will shatter the world as they know it, while a family face, while a familiar face strikes out on a dark path. And they, as they just said, or as I just said, the art is done by Jim Chung and Mark Morales, and is written by Scott Snyder. And this is going to be interesting, the new um, Justice League team, because there's a couple um, interesting people on it. Like, what happened to uh, um, Jessica and Simon? Simon, yeah. Because John Stewart's on the team, not mm-hmm. Jessica and Simon, right. and not Hal Jordan. Right. And now- Also, where did Hawk Girl, Hawk Woman come from? Because this is actual, it looks like Hawk Girl. It's not the new Hawk Girl from uh, Dark Knight's Metal. 
No, I think <laughs> I think this is the Hawkgirl from Dark. So Metal. yeah, but no, the, if you look at her, she's got the classic look. Right. She doesn't she have that Lady costume. Deathstroke, that right. Lady Blackhawk. I figured they're just going to change her costume. Well, hopefully they explain it in here why she Ooh. has the different look. Huh. So I'm I'm doing a pre. They got a preview on here. Guys, yeah. Going to de- okay. You guys are going too far. Okay. But that mm. actually brings us to the end of an issue. As you're looking at the, yeah, that's pretty. Yeah. Okay. Is. Once you get to see this issue, the second page actually has the Hall of Justice, and it yeah. is beautiful. And like I say, guys, this is not a big spoiler. You can go on the DC's website. They're giving you a little glimpse and preview mm-hmm. into what they're going for. Yeah, there she is. So I'm wondering where when she switches costumes and stuff. Hopefully they'll explain it in here. Oh, look who's in the background here. Hmm? They all have... Oh, wow. There's a lot of stuff wow. in here. We're going to have to... We will definitely be reviewing it in two weeks. Yeah. Well, that brings us to the end of another issue. And being at the end of the, another issue, we had a couple of really good stories in this. What do you have? I'm gonna plug ourselves a little. Bit. Oh, um, we'll get to, we'll do that in just a second. But um, we had some, some great stuff happening. Now remember, Supergirl is ending here uh, next week or the week after. I'm not sure. Uh, we either got two or three episodes left tonight, as of recording, being one of the being one of the issues that are left. Um, but what did you guys think of our? Um, what did you guys think of the end of Krypton? What do you think of um, Swamp Thing coming soon? Or what do you guys the, think of the Flash War and No Justice? Yeah. Let us know what you're thinking of Flash War, because for me, that's, so far, the best story I've seen in Flash since Rebirth. Uh, I agree with you. Um, I think that was, I like I like No Justice, but Flash War it gives me something I can really connect to a little bit more. I'm, I love seeing these teams together. That's nostalgia, yeah. but with the flashes, this just seems like it's going to be a better story to me. Yeah, So, but we really want to get you guys' feedback and yeah. um, read it here on the show. Also, remember, you can always check us out on Facebook Live when we're recording the shows. We will tweet or tweet out and um, send out messages on Facebook and post when we're going to be recording, usually about 5 to 10 minutes, maybe 15 minutes before we record. Mm-hmm. If there's any hiccups. So you can join us like Mark Bogner did earlier tonight. Um, also, guys, we want to give ourselves a little... Yeah, well... Well, let's let's check out what's on our website. Yeah, guys, um, as I said before, I'm going to get to our social media in a second. But first, you can go onto our website, dcsuperpowers.com, and you can find out everything there. You can find this video when we put it up. You can find our old posts. You can find our links. You can go to our uh, social medias, our YouTube pages. But you can also find links to our sponsors, which are, first, Things From Another World. Right now, they actually have a pre-order sale. If you want to pre-order what we discussed a couple weeks ago of the... Um, Looney Tunes DC Comics crossover. Yes. You can pre-order these. You can pre-order some annuals right now. So if you get on there, they have a lot of different things. They got books. They've got toys. They've got a lot of different stuff. They got everything you can find from um, Batman to, hey, you can even tap into some other stuff. You want to go to another world of X-Men. Exactly. Go on there. Look them up. They're always running sales and such. And then another website, Superhero Stuff. They're running sales right now. If you sign up, you get 15% off. You can get uh, watches. You can get toys, Funko Pops. You can get wallets. You can get everything you can think of there for, um, I guess, tees. <laughs> yeah. You get everything there to wear and show off. Well, the nice thing with Superhero Stuff is check out their hero boxes. Yes. Because it's... 
usually 50 bucks or so. Well, they have different levels, but mm-hmm. I believe the lowest usually is $50, $50. But you get $75 worth of merchandise yeah. all along one theme. Mm-hmm. So they may have a Superman box. Everything will be Superman themed. A Batman box. Everything will be <laughs> from like Gotham to the old movies. Wonder Woman. You can get a lot of stuff in there. Mm-hmm. So now, check out their hero boxes. Sideshow collectibles. Everyone knows these guys. They have the most realistic figures and statues you can think of. It's a pretty penny, but believe me, it's worth it. Also, you can make a minimum payment of one fifty each month. I just checked this out yesterday. So what, $1.50 a minutes. month? Is that what no, you're no, saying? No, no, no. $150. Okay. <laughs> For their higher-end stuff, yeah. Yes. They will finance it. <laughs> they will. Um, and our last one on here is Gym Superheroes. Now, for right now, I don't see a sale really going on right now. But, oh, yes, there is a sale There going is on. plenty of things on sale. Um, most of their stuff costs uh, $49.95. But right now, you can get a sale that cut in half, which is $24.95. And you can save $25 on everything. If you want to go to the gym looking like Punisher, Goku, The Flash, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Catwoman. You can find it here and show and represent that you are a strong comic book fan and you are still exercising, looking like who you want to be in the combo. That's right. Now, and Gym Superheroes is a great place if you like Under Armour shirts. Like, I yes. wear them underneath my regular shirt a lot of times. Mm-hmm. But these are not just your standard black or what. These are actually all have geek stuff on them. Like, I'm looking at the Goku one right now from Dragon Ball Z. And you basically, you put it on and it's like a second skin being because this is Under Armour. Right. And you look like Goku. Yes, you do. Also, they have a 50% off sale today with worldwide shipping. Well, yeah, but that today is going to be after they hear this. But yeah, true. All but of our all of our sponsors uh, there's always a sale run up. sales all mm-hmm. the time. So just keep checking the website, check them out daily. You'll find something on that you like. The um, the best way to do this that helps us, it doesn't cost you anything, is go through our website www.dcsuperpowers.com. Click on the sponsors tab and then click on the link inside there. It doesn't cost you any extra. It just lets them know that um, we're the ones that sent you to them. Yes. Um, we would so, highly all appreciate it. How else can people f- hear about us? You can also find us on our social media links, which will be DC Superpowers Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. And on Twitter, we are at SuperpowersDC. Um, for my personal uses, you can find my, the link to our website also in my bio, Hollow Not Wolf, on Instagram. On Twitter, I am VYellow, and I'm Vernon McWaymore on Facebook. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter as GW1Ken. On Facebook, I'm just Ken Rose. You can also email the show. Yes. DC Superpowers Podcast at gmail.com. Now, like I said, we want to know what you guys thought about everything that's going on. <coughs> Let us know. We can talk back and forth. We'll respond on Twitter and Facebook and mm-hmm. um, Instagram. Mm-hmm. Vernon loves Instagram. Man. I do. And um, when we're on Facebook Live, we can chat with us on here. As we just said earlier, our friend Mark was doing the same exact thing. So we will chat you up and you can watch us, our pretty face, and we can hear your requests and your answers and your questions. Exactly. And um, we were just mentioning Mark Bogner. He is actually um, the admin and the guy who runs the Tangibound Network. You Thanks, find Mark. Us- you can find us on our networks, the Tangibound Network at tangiboundnetwork.com and WeBeGeeks at WeBeGeeksPC.com. Yeah. And I think that brings us to the end of everything, finally. I think it does. We plugged ourselves. We gave some shout-outs. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> I think it's time to go. Remember, check out the website. Check out all of our social media. And um, check us out. Yes. And we will be back once again next week, more than likely Monday night, right around 7 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vernon, I want to thank you for hanging out with us. It's always and fun. And this. we have a new setup. I'm back from duty, so. That's right. <laughs> So, um, I, I, no, I'm moving on. Yeah, let's just, just, just keep going. Let's just keep going. So, Super Friends, thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next week. <laughs> Take care.